Welcome to the Steve Travelly Show on demand. Don't forget to follow this show so you never miss a minute. From the streets of Union City to your nighttime radio, Steve Travelis keeps you in the Jersey No. From 7 till 11, live, local, and live. Steve Travelis on New Jersey 101.5. Weekday night, Steve's live, local, and live. Welcome to Wednesday night in New Jersey. Steve Trevelis, you and me hanging out. Trevia at 10, music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5, uh, coming up at 9. Uh, there, there may be a sequel to Artie Lang's Beer League. And they're working on it now. We're going to have the writer and director in here. Could happen. We'll talk about it. Mark Riccadonna is going to be here. Gemini is going to be here. Jeffrey Paul is going to be here. The comics will abound at 9 o'clock. Uh, go to nj1015.com. I got the light of day lineup for you. If you're going to go to the shows, they're fantastic. You should be there. And uh, that's on nj1015.com. As well as my uh, interview with Vinny Mad Dog Lopez on Greetings from Asbury Park's 50th anniversary. Some inside stories about the making of the album that you uh, may not have heard anywhere else. I don't think he told them anywhere else. So go check it out. Um, Governor Murphy spoke. He gave the State of the State address. And one of the quotes that he had that, um, that caught my, my attention is this. New Jersey is where opportunity lives, where education is valued, where justice is embraced, where compassion is the norm, and where the American dream is alive and well. Do you agree? Do you feel that the American dream is alive and well and living in New Jersey? Now, these state of the states, the governor goes out. first time in three years he was there in person. The governor goes out, and uh, they get the applause and all that, and, he, and they love you know, rallying up the crowd because, you know, if he says, I'll have mayonnaise on my sandwich, yeah! they'll go crazy. So, uh, but regardless of that, and basically he was taking a shot at Florida Governor Ron DeSantis uh, because DeSantis had said that Florida is where the woke go to die. And Murphy's response, some governors boast that their state is where woke goes to die. I'm not sure what that's supposed to mean. He's damn well sure what that means. Uh, he's just not going to admit it. But regardless of that, do you believe that the American dream is alive and well and living in New Jersey. And I ask that based on your experience living in New Jersey. Is this what you bargained for? Are you, get every, are you getting everything you bargained for? At some point in your life when you decided to make a life here in New Jersey, and you're thinking, this is where I'm going to pursue my American dream. Now, you got to ask yourself, you know, what is the status of the American dream across America? We're working a lot harder. We're making a lot less. We're fighting to survive like we never have before. Uh, the times are different. We're doing more. Multitasking. Multi, multi, multitasking. But when it comes to New Jersey, you know, uh, do you believe that this is the American dream? You know, basically, he's uh, pointing to states 3.4 unemployment rate, slightly lower than the federal level, a film production industry that's here, tax credit industry, uh, key regional infrastructure projects. But as a whole, 
Do you believe that the American dream is alive and well in New Jersey? And if not, tell me what's lacking here. What could we do to fix New Jersey? What could we do to make New Jersey more of a dream? What's the problem? Are we better off with Phil Murphy as our governor than we were before? And if Phil Murphy were to run for president, would you vote for him based on your experience here in New Jersey? 1-800-283-101.5. We got marijuana. You know, he talks about the increase in the minimum wage, but it's also caused prices to go up. It's hard to find workers. You talk about the unemployment rate. Uh, what about the people who decide they don't want to work? What about the business owners who have uh, great jobs that they just can't find anybody to fill them with? 1-800-283-101.5. So regardless of all that, just you, you in your journey, in your Jersey journey, do you feel that the, that the American dream is alive and well in New Jersey? And if so, why are so many people leaving New Jersey? 1-800-283-101.5. Murphy says it's cool to be from Jersey again. Was that his Make America Great? It's cool to be from New Jersey again. It was always cool to be from New Jersey. There's a certain attitude about New Jersey. But as it stands right now, do you feel that the American dream is alive and well? What is your idea of the American dream? Being able to work a job, one job? Here in New Jersey, you got to work two, three, maybe four jobs. And if you're married, she's got to, or your, your, your spouse has to do the same thing. How many jobs does it take you to make it in New Jersey? As far as taxes go? Compared to other states. He, uh, you know, he goes after DeSantis. Well, let me ask you this. If Phil Murphy ran against Ron DeSantis, who would you vote for? Even though you are living in New Jersey. In a presidential election. 1-800-283-101.5. Darren's in Kenilworth on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Darren. How are you, Steve? Good to uh, call in again. I'm glad you're here. Topic here. Okay. Uh, I'm a loss prevention officer in one of the department stores here in a pretty big store. I'm not saying the name of the store, but just to let you know how things aren't well in New Jersey, Steve, we've had 19 apprehensions within three weeks. And most of them have been illegals with no identification on them here in this state, and our lovely state here. How so, can, you know, what? doesn't that drive you nuts? And you think about all you have to go through, just get a license to show ID. But if you sneak into the country, you don't have to worry about it. I'm telling you, Steve, you couldn't make this stuff up. The, the police officers come. We have them on the bench downstairs for two hours. They show up. The cops are very good there, I will tell you. And, uh, it's, you know, they arrest them. But the point is they have no IP. They make a mockery of our country. And Murphy wants to stay like this. This is what he's all about. Well, here's the thing. You know, for, for if you're snuck in here illegally, then you are living the American dream in New Jersey. Because you oh. will get a lawyer. You will get a pirate. You will get money. You will get food. You will get whatever you need. So, yeah, from that set. aspect, yeah. From, You're set. Yeah, You're set. From that aspect, you have done it. Uh, Mike is in Williamstown on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Mike. Hey, how you doing? Good. How about you? Okay. Uh, I'd like to compare the, the American dream to New Jersey. I moved here 26 years ago from Texas, and I'm from El Paso. That's where all that immigration troubles is at. 
And my first thought of moving up here was cold weather and expensive living. And it, it was absolutely opposite. The sales tax here at the time was 6%. Texas was eight and a quarter. This is back in 1995. Now, our electric rates were twice as much than what they were here. We pump natural gas right out of the ground in Texas, and it's cheaper here in New Jersey. The property taxes here are definitely higher than they are in Texas. But the offset is I can buy twice the house for less money in Texas than here. Salaries doubled by coming here. So I realized that uh, the fallacy here about moving to the East Coast is not true because of the fact that uh, there's 25 million people in the tri-state area. If you can't find some kind of job or business, you're not looking. I've been able to. I was in the construction background field on my own business. I moved here, walked across the street right into mortgages. And I've changed careers two or three times without a problem walking. If you know your stuff, you know how to, how to sell yourself, you can find a job in this state and the tri-state area. You should have no problem at all. And you still make better money. So is the American dream like, alive and well? I'd say it's alive and well right here in New Jersey. All right, Mike. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. I got the Twitter poll up. Follow me at Real Steve Trev. Very simple question. Governor Murphy said it. You heard him say it. Do you believe, as Governor Murphy says, that the American dream is alive and well and living in New Jersey? 1-800-283-101.5. Steve Trevelist, you want to sell your home fast and for the most money possible? To achieve top dollar for your home, you need Robert Dukansky of REMAX First Advantage. Brandon and Kristen were moving in with a family member, wanted to capture the equity of their Lacey home. With Rob's help, the home sold in just 14 days for $460,000, which was $15,000 over the list price. They were able able to sell quickly and for a price they were very happy with. If you want an agent who creates demand, drives up the price, call Rob Dukansky of Remax First Advantage. Rob's multi-million dollar marketing strategy and our experience negotiating attracts the best offer from most qualified buyers. Call the only agent I would call if I needed to sell my home. Call Robert Dukansky at 855-350-1015. That's 855-350-1015. Or online at robsellsnj.com. Or Google Rob Sells NJ. And then you start packing as fast traffic. 101.5 wants you to hit the road. The Garden State RV and Camping Show returns to the Jersey Convention Center in Edison January 20th to the 22nd. If you're looking to upgrade your present RV, buy your first RV, or explore new camping adventures, this show is the place to be. You want to go for free? Visit nj1015.com. Enter now to win your free family four-pack of tickets. Good luck. Happy trails from New Jersey, 101.5, where we're living the American dream, according to our governor. Do you agree or disagree? Let's go to Tom on the Parkway on New Jersey, 101.5. Hi, Tom. Steve, thanks so much for taking my call. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And uh, a great topic. Um, our governor, I guess to compare it to a movie, would be the greatest showman. And if he could sing or dance up there, he probably would. Uh, the American dream died in New Jersey years ago because of taxes and some of the things that some of the other callers have mentioned. I have three kids. I mean, I'm 70 years old. I've been in New Jersey for 40 years. I don't feel so bad for myself, but the next generation, my kids, my five grandkids, nobody's going to be able to afford to live here. And, and Well, how many of your kids are living here, Tom? Like, how old are your kids? My oldest one's 44. My okay. youngest one's 38. And are they li they're living here? They'll work, they'll work multiple jobs. Um, you know, 
it's a really tough grind for them. And I feel bad for any young people that want to try to settle down here. And why do people leave? Because of taxes and, and people like Murphy. I mean, you talked about him being our president. Oh, my God. Look what happened during COVID at the, mili- at the veterans' homes. There still has not been anything published on what happened. Talk, him, talk to him about what happened during his campaign when that lady on, the, on his campaign staff got raped and he basically swept it all under the rug. He's all smoke and mirrors. And the only reason he became governor is because he had more money than Sweeney or any of Okay, but I get all that. But having said all that, and here we are, you know, and he's taking bows because the American dream is alive and well living in New Jersey based on what he did. And like you said, you know, okay, well, what, what, if this is the American dream, it's turning out to be a nightmare. Then in order for me to live this American dream, I got to work two, three, maybe four jobs. I'm going to pay taxes out the wazoo. I'm going to be overcrowded. And uh, and more and more people are leaving, replaced by people who aren't making as much or have the potential to earn as much. Factories are leaving. Tourist jobs are arriving. Tom, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Nora is on the turnpike on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Nora. Hi. I think the dream is alive as much in New Jersey as it is anywhere else in the U.S. I moved away three times to Atlanta, Georgia, El Paso, Texas, and Orlando, Florida, and I'm back. There's pros and cons wherever you're going to go, like public schools aren't as good in other places. There's not as much to do, medical facilities, um, tolerance in the community. Um, There's so many things. What do you mean by tolerance in the community? Um, I lived in the South right. and I, I moved to Texas, right. Atlanta and Orlando, and they're just people flying or driving around with the Confederate flags and, well, that's, uh, you know, but that's their opinion. That's where they are. That's what they believe. It right? is their opinion, but the Confederate Do flag they, has replaced the swastika. Basically it's a symbol, but that's, of, but that's down there, not in New Jersey. Yeah, but that's, that goes. That's I'm not sticking up for it. I'm just saying, you know, I get what you're saying, but I mean, like, are they, are, are they threatening you? Because they, they have, yeah, they have bad, some bad morals. Okay. Um. So, and it doesn't mean the people in New Jersey are pure, but there's pros and cons everywhere, and New Jersey can you can have a good life in New Jersey. I think I'm here to stay. How many jobs do you have? How many jobs have you had at the same time? I have two half jobs right now, and I love both of them. Right, but when you worked full-time, how many jobs did you have? One job. I had one job. I had one job. uh, Good. I was able able to stay home and raise my kids. My daughter got a full scholarship. How many jobs did your husband have? He had one job. What did he do? He had one job. He was a warehouse manager. Okay. And, you know, we drove old cars. We didn't go on lavish vacations. Okay, but now we're going back. Now, but you see, now again, we're going back to the American dream. So, what is the, Amer- is the American dream that I want to drive old cars with one job, not go on lavish vacations so that I can live in New Jersey? I mean, when you're talking about the American dream, 
What actually, what actually is the American dream? But if this is the American dream, you know, you're good with it. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Peter's in Lawrence on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Peter. Steve, I've been in business for 26 years. I've worked in a country club for four. I've been in a hotel for six. To me, the American dream is alive and well. It all depends on the individual. Okay. And when it comes to immigration, there's always been problems with immigration. So nobody can really complain about it. Okay, but now wait it's a minute, Peter. Been bad. Peter, hold on. Let's go yes, back. Sir. Let's go back to that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's go to immigration. You're in another yeah. country. You dream of coming to America because in, in another when country, the Cubans came into flotilla. Right, but when you had I, an I, invasion I, of there, but Pete, but Peter, Peter, this is Peter, like this is yes. how badly that they wanted to come here, and I get that because I have a lot of Cuban right. friends. Like, the American dream to earn a living. Okay, but again, when you're talking about the dream, what exactly is this? What they dreamed of that one day they would get Maybe to New Jersey. Okay, that's my question. Is the American dream? He was eighty-three. Is the American dream alive and well and living in New Jersey? To me, yes, sir. All right. Thanks for the call to New Jersey one hundred one point five. And that's the question. You know, Governor Murphy says the American dream is alive and well, living in New Jersey. What exactly is the American dream? And is this your American dream? Is this everything you dreamed of? Is living in New Jersey everything you dreamed of? One eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. You're able to survive in New Jersey. You're able to afford New Jersey. Uh, we're number three in population export. But as Governor Murphy says, you know, the American dream is alive and well and living in New Jersey. So when you're thinking about your hopes and dreams, thinking about what you wanted for yourself, is New Jersey providing it for you? 1-800-283-101.5. Is, is living here everything that you dreamed it would be? Or could there uh, be some improvements? Or what would you like to see to make your dream better? 1-800-283-101.5. As far as the the woke comment, you know, where the woke go to die, which is what uh, Governor DeSantis said about Florida, as far as New Jersey goes, is this your American dream? 1-800-283-101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. How do you feel about that comment at 730? Um, being scheduled, my wife works part-time. We have two small kids. Right. We still own a house. We still have two cars. We still save every month. It's not, you know, uh, yes, I'll agree things are expensive, uh, but that's everywhere around the country, relatively speaking, uh, so you can't single that well, How many places uh, have you lived around the country? I'm sorry. How many places have you lived around the country? I haven't. Li- I lived in New Jersey my whole life. But See, but I, I get what you're saying. The reason I say that, because you said like it's exp- but, no. But Frank, let me finish. I mean, I'm going to let you talk. The reason that I say that is because you say it's like it's it's expensive everywhere around the country. But what I find out, and I've lived here all my life as well, that in other parts of the country, the reason why people move is because th- because things are so much cheaper. Houses are so much cheaper. The cost of living is so much cheaper. Jobs. Also uh, you a know, lot less opportunity there. But I don't know that either. Most, and, and, you know, depending on what it is that you're looking to do. You're talking about, uh, then you would have to also, you know, mention that the opportunity there is, 
uh, far less than what is in New Jersey. And but that's uh, relative to what it is. But Frank, the opportunity is relative to what it is, what you want, to what you want, and to what you're willing to do. Right. So, would you say it's more expensive right, to live right, in New right, Jersey? Right. Okay, 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 okay. If, if what you're saying is true, right. then what you're saying is that you're going to make your own opportunity. So in that theory, right. of course the American dream is alive. If, the, if everyone who's calling in has their own uh, theory, because the opportunity is there. Uh, so but is the opportunity better in other places? No. Frank, like Frank, oh, Frank, that, Frank, just have a conversation. Come on, don't calm down. It's just you and me. We're just talking, that's all. I mean, it's, it's a back and forth. I get to speak, you get to speak. And I see what you're saying. So you're, I'm just taking what you're saying. Everybody has the American dream. Is the American dream more affordable? Is it more attainable in other places than New Jersey? Hello? Um, Florida, Texas, no state tax. You know, again, you can. Yes. Yes. The state tax. Yes. Okay. Uh, Delaware. Yes. Yes. Okay. If, if you want to say, let's get rid of the state tax. But where are we going to get that revenue from? Then? Well, where do they get it from? Beaches. Why are we paying for beaches? Why is gas so expensive here? Why is the cost of living so expensive here? Why are property taxes so expensive here? I mean, yes, you have your American dream, and I don't dispute that. But I'm saying, you know, is, it, is this the ultimate American dream? You're very lucky if you and your wife each work one job and you're able to make it in New Jersey. Not a lot of people do. See, you say lucky, but, I mean, I also went to school. I also, you know... Uh, a lot of people, but frankly, the people with the two jobs went to school. You know, are they? Yes. Yes, I know so many people. And you, now, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to let you talk. How, how many people do you know, uh, your friends, that are working two jobs to make it in New Jersey? I'm sorry, I didn't hear how that. Ma how many of your friends, people that you know, that you socialize with, are working more than one job to make it in New Jersey? One couple that I know. How many couples do you know? <laughs> uh, honestly, probably like one out of fifteen. All right. Well, then God bless you, man. You're living a great life. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Am I wrong? Do you agree or disagree? And again, you know, I get where Frank is coming from. He made it. He's living the American dream. Not everyone is. Have you ever heard anyone say this or have you ever said it? I can't tell you how much weight I've gained since I can't do the things I used to do or this pain is holding me back from my walk, my run, my activities. Well, it's time to finally do something about it and get back to doing what you love. Trinity Rehab can help. Trinity Rehab is unlike any place you've ever tried. No prescription needed. Same-day appointments. Fast results. Trinity Rehab actually fixes the pain instead of masking it or not doing anything but making you feel loopy or drowsy like other places. Call Trinity Rehab at 800-518-0977 or go to trinity-rehab.com. Dot com. Be sure to ask about their EPAT therapy. It's cutting-edge acoustic pressure wave therapy that breaks up scar tissue, enhances healing, frees you from pain fast. In fact, most patients see results in three five-minute sessions, and no prescriptions needed to get started. Trinity Rehab has dozens of locations in New Jersey and Pennsylvania, like the newest ones in Woodbridge, Flemington, Toms River, and Wall, so you know there's one near you. For more details, visit trinity-rehab.com. That's trinity-rehab.com. Jersey News. The board's by CKO Kickboxing. They go into the gym, you're going to the wrong gym. You need to try CKO Kickboxing and Freehold featuring 30-minute classes. CKO is great for men and women of all fitness levels. Also great for birthday parties, team building, personal training, and more. Visit CKOFreehold.com. Hi, 1-800-283-101.5. Steve Trevelis. 
you may not have listened to the uh, State of the State address with Governor Murphy, but one of the things he did say was... New Jersey is where opportunity lives, where education is valued, where justice is embraced, where compassion is the norm, and where the American dream is alive and well. Yeah! I can see! That was me doing it. Do you believe the uh, American dream is alive and well living in New Jersey? You got to love those political things because uh, when they're up there talking, you know, no matter what they say, everybody's applauding. And then he drives it, you know, with his voice. And I always got off on that. And I kind of like that. All right. Let's talk to uh, Michelle is in Westville on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Michelle. Hi, Steve. How's it going? Good. How about you? Thank you. Thank you. Um, I've lived in Jersey all my life. I'm 54 years old. Right. I, I love the state of New Jersey. I do not think I do not think it is a, a, a dream for anybody unless you can afford to live here. And um, you know, thankfully, my husband and I do very well that we can. But it's very stressful to be able to continue to give our girls what we'd like them to in order to get them to where they can live, a, you know, a life. I have a sister-in-law and a brother-in-law that live in Pennsylvania, uh, over in Maniunk. Their taxes are under $3,000 a year. I have another sister-in-law that has a condo in Myrtle Beach. Their taxes are under $2,000 a year. There's just so many things broken in the state of New Jersey that just make it so not a dream. Um, even the education, of course, like everybody, the, you know, the pandemic set all these kids back from an education standpoint. I sat next to a teacher um, recently who just told me how behind the children are. You um, know, so that's not a dream to me. No. Yeah, I, I was just saying that when your kids aren't learning and you can't afford to pay your taxes, that's not a dream to me. No. And, uh, you know, you just came up with a whole lot of problems. And, you know, it's it's the idea that, you know, you're raising children and will they be able to afford to have their American dream in New Jersey? You know, and, and as a parent, you look at it and you say, this is futile. Yeah, I'm working very hard to set them up in a way that they can, you know, have a good life, but not everybody can afford to do that. I know. Michelle, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Melissa's in Jackson on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Melissa. Hey, Steve. How are you? Good. How about you? I'm well, thank you. What are you thinking? I don't know if it's going to be a popular opinion, but mine is the American dream is no longer there for the average American. I think the American dream is more geared towards the migrants coming in. Yeah, I said that about a half hour ago, and you know, it really, if, if you're coming from another country, and and the thing is, they're going to be quite surprised. That's American dream. Yeah, yeah, their American dream is a different yeah. dream. But you know what? If they're coming from another country, and the people who are bringing them here, thinking that they're going to get their votes, they're going to be in for a rude awakening because they don't want to vote for what they've already left. Well, you know, not for nothing, but the administration that's in right now. They have done really nothing for the Americans. My husband's a teamster. Right. I he everybody he said everybody he knows he's been a teamster ever since we've been married and we've been married for a very long time. Right. They're all sitting on their hands right now. We're they're all sitting on their hands. They're not working because of the administration's views on climate and this that and the other. And we have all these migrants coming in and. 
you know, they're all getting everything, their needs met. Our needs are not being met. We're on unemployment. We are not having a good quality of life because of the administration, but yet the migrants are coming in and they're getting things thrown at them that we've been Americans all our lives. We've been New Jersey residents all our lives and unemployment's broken. They're not helping us. There's no work. No, the move here. Biden's administration. Yeah. And yeah. everybody, they, you know, all their kids have braces. They're going to college. Well, that, yeah, and again, I see what you're saying. This, that, and the other. This is, know, this is like we have to see. It's not and an Melissa, American Melissa, dream. It's I, Melissa, American dream. Melissa, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Again, conversation. Uh, it's almost like you have to sneak out and then sneak back in to get all the benefits. All right, 1-800-283-101.5. We're going to take this into the next hour. Governor Murphy. Uh, says the American dream is alive and well and living in New Jersey. I've got a Twitter poll up. I've got over 200 votes. I'll give you the results coming up. And we got Will and Gina and Phil and Walt and Glenn and room for you. Is the American dream, as Governor Murphy says, alive and well and living in New Jersey? Jersey Radio. Great to call in. Thank you, guys. New Jersey 101.5. UXW Trenton. WKXWHD. I'll talk to you till 11 o'clock tonight and maybe give you prizes. Maybe give you a $50 gift card to 618 Restaurant in Freehold where the food is delish. Trevia coming up at 10. Music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey, 101.5. Mark Rick and Donna is going to be here, the very funny Mark Rick and Donna. Straight from the set of Beer League 2 where uh, movie is going to be in. He's bringing the director, he's bringing the producer, he's bringing the writer. Uh, Beer League 2, Artie Lang's Beer League 2. The sequel. We'll have talking about this in about an hour, so uh, stick around for that. Also, Gemini is going to be here. Jeffrey Ball is going to be here. Good time will be had by all. But right now, if you listen to the uh, State of the State address with our own Governor Murphy, you may have heard this. New Jersey is where opportunity lives where education is valued, where justice is embraced, where compassion is the norm, and where the American dream is alive and well. Boy, the hair plugs were blowing in the wind on this one. It was beautiful. It was, I got chills. I got chills. And then I said, wait a minute. Is the American dream alive and well and living in New Jersey? So I asked you. And I went, on, I went on to Twitter, and uh, what I got from the Twitter was 189 votes. And I asked that question, and 13.2% say, yeah, of course it is. 86.8% say, eh, eh. What do you say? 1-800-283-101.5. Is the American dream alive and well living in New Jersey? So what's the American dream? You make enough money to afford a nice house and raise a nice family. Maybe you work one job. How many jobs are you working to do that? Are you living in a nice house, raising a nice family? How hard is that for you to do? How much time do you get to spend with that family? Why? Because you're working so hard. How much of your money do you not even see because it goes to New Jersey? I mean, those are some of the questions. Uh, Murph believes the American dream is alive and well living in New Jersey because uh, we've got the film industry here, and that's a big deal. We got 3.4% unemployment rate, slightly lower than the federal level, and... Uh, your thoughts. Will is in Fairless Hills, Pennsylvania, on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Will. 
Hello, sir. Listen, the American dream's dead, and it died with the middle class. But what else is the governor going to say? You know what I mean? Like he's going to sit there and say something crazy. What do you think the middle class is? To be honest with you, I just had a talk at work about this. Right. Uh, the middle class, you know, you used to see brackets and numbers, but to me, the middle class is, what, 30000 to $60,000? Well, let me give you a little quote. Let me get, I, I just want to stop you for a second, Will, because middle class, you just said, is thirty to $60,000 a year, right? I believe. Okay. This is what Governor Murphy said. I wish I had the sound from this, but, you know. Uh, this is written on our website from the, from the governor himself. A middle-class family making our state's average household income of just under $125,000 and paying our statewide average of 9300 in property taxes is going to receive $1,500 in direct relief. Wow! Effectively dropping their property taxes to a level not seen since 2011. That's insulting to 2011. But what do you make of that? A middle-class family is $125,000. Never. That's but what they consider middle-class. Take this perspective, though. You just said it. Homeowner. American dream. I'll make this quick. No, average household income. Not homeowner. No, no, I, no, no, I understand. My perspective for the call right. was, though, I live in Pennsylvania, right. and I've been looking in New Jersey for a home. Everybody tells me that I'm crazy because the taxes are out of control. Right. But... The craziest thing is this, and I'm going to go with old numbers. Let's say five years ago real quick. Uh, Middle-class home, one-story, three-bedroom, one-bath, where I live, is $300,000. The taxes a year might be four or $5,000, okay? Over in Cherry Hill, I can get a four-bedroom, two-and-a-half-bathroom garage with a basement for, let's just say, $250,000 compared to here. Right. But property tax is $10,000. But when you mix that all into a mortgage payment, it's about dead even. That's what blows my mind, is that all these people are under this geist. And, I'm, I, and I know New Jersey's crazy. I got friends there. But, you know, everybody's under this geist that New Jersey is so expensive and so crazy. But take a look at Pennsylvania. Look at what you get for your dollar to come across the river. Right, but take a look at, like, Texas, or take a look at Delaware. No, I get what you're saying, and it kind of averages out. But thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Gina is in Huntington County on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Gina. Hi, Steve. How are you? I'm good. How about you? Steve, I believe in the American dream. Is it alive and well in New Jersey right now? I'm not so sure. Um, I'm the mother of Gianna, the caller that's... Uh, you spoke to earlier. Right. You know, she's 27 years old. You sound like her sister. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. She has two jobs right now, and she is looking for a third job. I mean, how are these young kids coming up going to make it? I know. I'm grateful and thankful. My husband's a contractor here mm. in New Jersey. We're born raised here. Right. He's a contractor. I was a stay-at-home mom. You know, it was easy back then, and, you know, it's getting more and more difficult. I may have to go out and get a little job just to supplement, you know, for the two of us. Yeah, stay-at-home mom is the thing of the past. I'm sorry? Stay-at-home mom is the thing of the past. And look at what it's done for our kids. Look <laughs> at what it's done for our education. Exactly. Yeah, you exactly. know. 
Uh, you're right, Gina. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Phil is in Short Hills on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Phil. Hey, how you doing? Good. How about you? I'm good. I'm good. I just want to comment on, on two people, Frank and Michelle. So I think Frank is partly right. I think the American dream is, you know, listen, we have a lot more opportunity in New, New Jersey than a lot of places. I mean, if you compare it to Iowa, Wyoming, I, I don't know. I think we probably have a lot more opportunity, but what's the cost we're paying for it? So it's like we're being penalized, you know, with our taxes. I mean, to live in that opportunity, you're paying a huge amount of, of taxes compared to other places. And I think Michelle hit it right on the head. What are those taxes going towards? It's going towards entitlement. It's going towards, you know, people who it's going into the social system to, and, and that's fine. It's helping. It's helping the community. It's not making us better. You know, I mean, if if the idea is we're going to tax the rich and give to the poor, or we're going to balance, uh, but again, how are we? You know, what? Why should there be this balance of power? How is it making us better? What are we getting for? Our, what are we getting for our tax dollar in New Jersey? I pay ridiculous property taxes where I live, and I can't even get street lights at night. Exactly. Our roads are no better than, than they were before, and your taxes keep going up. There's nothing different in my town. I live in a nice town, and I live in a nice place. Right. But I didn't grow up here. I worked hard, and, and you know, my parents had to work two jobs to, to you know, to make sure that, that you know, things were, were taken care of, my education and all this stuff. Now, what about your children? Well, my, again, my, you know, my children, fortunately, my wife and I work, and we, we, do, we do all right. So, you know, I'm, I'm paying for my kids' college education. Some of the people that I work with, they're getting free rides. So, you know, the politicians are great because they tell you what you want to hear. But if you look at, if you look at any politician, they don't have to worry about money. They don't have to. I remember a couple of years ago. No, they're living on our money. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing, right? Politicians live on the taxpayer dollar. Phil, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. We got Glenn, Tom, Walt. I got a couple of open slots here. Governor Murphy says the American dream is alive and well and living in New Jersey. It's very, very simple. I've got a Twitter poll up here asking the very same question. 203 votes. 86.7% disagree with the governor. 13.3% say yeah. So your idea of the American dream. Is New Jersey the place for it? Is the American dream alive and well and living in New Jersey? Here's New Jersey 101.5, fast traffic. 283, 101.5. Did you uh, happen to catch the state of the state address? Governor Murphy says uh, the American dream is alive and well living in New Jersey. He doesn't know what the, where the woke go to die means. Of course he doesn't. But uh, he does know that the American dream is alive and well living in New Jersey. So I put a Twitter poll up basically saying, uh, do you believe that the American dream is alive and well living in New Jersey? 87.1% of my 209 votes say no. But more importantly, what do you say? Thomas is in Trenton on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Thomas. Hi, Steve. Hey, Steve. How you doing? Good. How are you? Okay, this is my first time calling. I listen to you every day. Thank you. I'm so glad you're here, Thomas. What are you thinking? Uh... <clears throat> I don't agree with the uh, uh, emerging dream is in Jersey. Uh, one of the things is that family nowadays, in order to be able to make it, your husband and wife has to work. Right. And then, and then the taxes is killing people also. In order to have the emerging dream, you have to have a good education, 
Right. He wants to speak English. Right. Own a house, be married, and have a car. But the taxes is the one that killing us in this state. And then every time you claim a ladder, they bring you down. Every time you want to claim a ladder, they bring you down. Like, let me just tell you about myself. I came from Africa in 1985. Right. Uh, when I got here, everybody said, oh, man, you got to meet, uh, you got to meet the American dream. You got to go to school. You got to get a degree. You got to do this. You got to do that. So I decided to do that. I got three degrees right now. You have three degrees? Uh, yes. How about that? Yes, yeah, I can't be done. And, <laughs> and everything you said is so hard to get. Like you said, you have to go to college, get a good education. The cost is so expensive. You got to get a house. The cost is so expensive. You got to get a car. The cost is so expensive. How can you live the American dream when they have priced the American dream out of reach? That, that, that's, that's just what it is, you know? It's just hard. You know? and, and then the taxes and all of the new little things that are charging people, it just makes it difficult to, to, to do better. It, it's rough. And then besides, the college situation is so, it's through the roof. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I don't, know, I, I don't know how do they make the, charge, the charges for, for school fees. I don't know how, what is it based on. For example, uh, the president of Rutgers, Rutgers Institute, right. college, I think he makes about $2 million a year. Do you have children, Thomas? Yeah. Do you, yeah, have, you have children. Now, are they able to get the American dream based for all that you did to raise them right? No, no. Right? You put all, you all this work, you got the education, you got the house, you did everything right to get the American dream, and your children can't have the American dream because it's that much harder for them. And it really is compared to the way we had it. But, Thomas, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5, and that's another thing. You know, if you're in your 50s or 60s, you think about what you paid for your first house, what you paid for your first car, and think about what these kids are paying now. Think about when cars are going for like thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars. Don't even ask what the price is. Just make the payment. Houses. You know, hundreds of thousands of dollars for houses. Tens of thousands of dollars for jobs. American dream. But you know when you're when you're a freaking when you're a millionaire and you're sitting in the mansion, oh the American dream is alive and well. Well, of course it is. You have no clue as to what the American dream is. Uh, Debbie is in Barnegat on New Jersey 101.5. Hey Debbie. Hey Steve. How are you? Good. How are you? All right. What are you thinking? I'm thinking that the American dream is a total failure now thanks to all these criminal politicians. And let's face it, uh, the replacement migration is killing us. The money being sent to Ukraine, all our tax money, that's our money they're sending there, that's what's driving the prices up. And everybody better wake up to what they're doing and watch what they're doing. All right, Debbie, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. You know, and again, you know, the, the argument can be made, what about the people here? You know, what about our people who need the money? Uh, let's talk to Blake is in Freehold on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Blake. Hey, Steve. Long-time listener. Thanks for everything you do. Thank you, pal. I appreciate it. And by all means, we should be helping the Ukraine. But go ahead. Absolutely. I agree. So listen, you know, I'm probably one of your younger, uh, you know, uh, listeners, and I'm probably a younger commentator on your show tonight. But, but I'm glad you're here, Blake. You're balancing it all out. We need that. Yeah, I guess so. Um, so is the American dream alive in New Jersey? Uh, what a joke. 
What a joke that is. And you're the one supposed to be doing the dreaming. Yeah, that's, you're absolutely right, but I can't because I'm stretched so thin. Mm-hmm. Gasoline, expensive, right? right? Taxes, nearly the highest in the country. Food, inflated. Housing costs, the highest in the country next to California. What a joke. What a joke. Did you live here all your life, Blake? What's that? Did you live here all your life? I lived there all my life except for when I went to college. All right. What makes you stay? Uh, it's it's all I've known. You know, I've got I've got uh, I've got my life here. You know, mm-hmm. my family is here. My job is here. How but many jobs do you have? To this state because I work sixty hours a week. I'm a sales manager at a phone repair kiosk. Oh my god! And, and it's it, 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 it's insane. There's somebody we should vote this clown out of office. You see, there's the thing, though. You know, you work 60 hours a week at a phone kiosk, and you do that so that you can have some downtime to relax with your wife, to have a family, to enjoy it. And there's no time to enjoy it because the the expenses just keep forcing you back to work. You're right. 100%. 100%. He's a, he's a clown, Phil Murphy. I hope he's listening. You're a clown, Phil. All right, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Well, with that hair, I don't know. I don't want to see him. All right, 1-800-283-101.5. Let's get to Glenn in Sayerville on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Glenn. Uh, good evening, Steve. It's a pleasure to talk to you. Same here. Yep. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I guess uh, for some, it, it, it's, uh, you know, the American dream. For me, it's a nightmare. Why is uh, that? Well, constantly stressed out trying to, you know, I, I own my own home. Right. I live alone. I pay the taxes. Uh, you know, it's a exuberant amount of money to pay, you know, for one yeah. person. Uh, I work for a uh, uh, construction equipment uh, rental company. Right. And I work, uh, I got to work two jobs to try to keep uh, everything afloat here, you know. And uh, it's just, it just seems... Uh, and it just doesn't, and it's ironic, the, the, these outlandish uh, statements this guy makes and, you know, uh, the American dream, uh, you know, if you have a problem with taxes, maybe New Jersey ain't your uh, state. Uh, you know, it's just, it's, it's unbelievable where his mindset is cause, because he's a rich Democrat. It's almost like there should have been a laugh track under that when he said it. Glenn, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. Do you believe, as Governor Murphy says, that the American dream is alive and well and living in New Jersey? 8.30. Now the latest news. It's ridiculous. And yeah, as hard as we work, this is the way we have to live. It's one thing you say the American dream got you in the door, but to stay in the house is damn near impossible. All right, Juan, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Greg is in Freehold on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Greg. Hey, Steve. So um, the American dream in New Jersey does exist for a few who are on the wealthier side. And the definition of wealthy keeps changing because costs keep going up. Right. And costs keep going up because of the government, right, the state government and the federal government. Inflation comes from our the Democrat socialists in the White House, and all the high costs in New Jersey come from the Democrat socialists that run this state. So it keeps getting worse, although Murphy says it keeps getting better because he increased the minimum wage a little bit, which is actually part of the problem, not part of the solution. But that just drove everything up. Exactly. And, and, you know, the high taxes, the high insurance costs, the high toll road costs, 
uh, income taxes, property taxes. He's made it all worse. But why should he care? The Democrats keep winning elections. They've been in charge of the legislature since 01. And they've made everything worse, but they keep winning elections. So why should they change? It's all, you know, we get the government we vote for and mm-hmm. we keep voting for ideologues and nothing ever gets better. It gets worse in terms of cost of living because we have too many, too much government, too many people on the government payroll, state, local, county. There's just too many government people and they always vote every, every election because they're voting themselves more free money. And it's our money, but the, the population, the electorate has checked out, right? It's the five stages of grief. Everybody's at acceptance. They figure it's an expensive state. No matter who's in charge, nothing gets better. Why bother voting? Well, and sometimes people vote with their feet and get out. But if they just stay put, they, they keep their head in the sand. I, for the life of me, I do not understand why people haven't voted out the, the Democrats just based on cost of living. I, I do not understand it. And I, am not- I haven't understood it for a long time. And I've tried to, I'm here every night trying to hear the argument and no one can present it. You know, you sit here and I, this is the number one station in New Jersey. We beat the New York stations. We're, we're like way above. And yet you have these conversations. I know where we are. And yet you would think, you know, when you see the election results and you're like, how the hell did he win? What am I? What am I missing here? And then you see the law. I mean, you're talking about this thing. He's talking about we want to come up with a boardwalk fund. A boardwalk. We're not paying the shore enough money with the parking and the beach taxes. Now we got to do a fund to to fix the boardwalk. Come on. I mean, and and, and blindly. Oh well, we'll just pay more taxes. That'll fix the boardwalk. And that's the way he talks, and that's the way it'll happen. And you sit there, you're shaking your head, going, "How did they, How do they not see this?" But you're right. But it, it's worse. Steve, it's worse than that. In the, in the last November election, there was in Freehold Township where I live, there was a, a ballot question to increase taxes for open spaces and all that kind of stuff. So it wasn't voting for a, a, a political party or a candidate. It was voting directly to increase taxes. And it passed. I know. I just can't understand. Well, it's it. almost like, you know, yeah. they got to show they can afford it, so they got to vote. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, that's been Alabama, that kid. But nah, Greg, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. All right, uh, you ever hear or say this? I can't tell you how much weight I've gained since I can't do the things I used to do. Or this pain is holding me back from my walk, my run, my activities. Well, it's time to finally do something about it and get back to what you love. Trinity Rehab can help. Trinity Rehab is unlike any place you've ever tried. No prescription needed. Same-day appointments. Fast results. Trinity Rehab actually fixes the pain. Instead of masking, you're not doing anything but making you feel loopy or drowsy like other places. Loopy. Uh, call Trinity Rehab at 800-518-0977 or go to trinityrehab.com. Be sure to ask about their EPAT therapy. It's cutting-edge acoustic pressure wave therapy that breaks up scar tissue, enhances healing, frees you from pain fast. In fact, most patients see results in three five-minute sessions, and no prescription is needed to get started. Trinity Rehab has dozens of locations in New Jersey and Pennsylvania, like the newest ones in Woodbridge, Flemington, Toms River, and Wall. So you know there's one near you. For more details, visit trinity-rehab.com. That's trinity-rehab.com. All Jersey. 1-800-283-101.5. Steve Trevelis. Trevi is coming up at 10, music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey, 101.5. Got those uh, restaurant passes, $50 gift cards to 618 Restaurant in Freehold that you like so much. This is voted one of the top 100 romantic restaurants in the country. And the top 1% of restaurants in the world. We give you the good stuff here. And uh, coming up at 9, 
Uh, will there be a beer league too? Mark Riccadonna is going to be here. Mark Riccadonna is already here. And uh, he brought pizza, which is why we let him in early. And he brought the, gar- you brought the garlic knots from, uh, from King's. You did bring the garlic knots here. And that's Tom. Tom's the writer-director of uh, Beer League 2, right? Uh, yes, I am, sir. You, you are. And, one of, and the co-writer, actually. Co-writer-director? Yes, actually. The uh, the writer is Jimmy Palumbo, who starred in... Jimmy Beer. wrote it? Jimmy uh, Jimmy Palumbo wrote uh, Beer League even, 2 with me, yeah. How about that? Well, actually, knew how to write. You know, just the other day, I was driving in the car singing to myself, What the world needs now is Beer League 2. And lo and behold, <laughs> you guys are writing it. They made it. This happen. is great. And, and I'm looking here. I'm looking at this picture on Facebook of uh, Mark Riccadonna sitting at the bar getting the beer. And I'm thinking, oh, God, the motivation, the mood, the, the, the work this man does as an actor to train for that segment I've been is training amazing. my whole life for that. He has. He's prepared. <laughs> like the guys that do sports talk radio, they're going to be good. You prepared your whole life for this. Don't worry. He, um, he, he was he was method for that for that role today. Yes, he, he was a method actor. You call him Method Man. <laughs> I can never listen to it the same way again. All right, let me finish this up. Let me finish this up. Governor Murphy says uh, New Jersey, the American dream, is alive and well. Do you believe so? Rose is in Flemington on New Jersey one hundred one point five. Hey, Rose. Hi, listen, take it from an old bat. Anybody who believes politicians uh, should go back to kindergarten, okay? Well, do you mean they lie? Get out. No, why would they lie? No, they're just a mess. And um, take it from a person who's disabled, who found out that the governor doesn't have a regular phone line anymore, you can't call him up. Uh, I've been around politicians I've been around a lot of places, and, I'm, and I feel sorry for people who come to this country uh, who don't quite find what they're looking for, or people who are trying to claw their way up, as I did. Yeah. Um, it's all mythology. The numbers don't add up. The fact is the super rich are getting super richer, and you, Mr. Schmoo, are going to pay the, the, the tariff. Well, yeah, but, but again, like when you're thinking about Jersey, you know, and you're saying that the American dream is alive and well. How about having some more public transportation in this state? You know, I mean, there's so many things that need to well, be Well, if we were living the American dream, we wouldn't need public transportation. We'd all have all our cars, right? Well, maybe, maybe not. Maybe maybe okay. your wife would be able to stay home, you know, and maybe she could keep the car. Maybe or, she'd get a job as an Uber driver and you know, take care of the public yeah, transportation. do that in South Florida. Now, you know, let's talk about Florida, how wonderful that is. We well, let's stay in New Jersey. I mean, we have to go. We have to go love, Florida. We love our mythology. We drink the Kool Aid. We believe politicians, and they're all full of dung. But we don't do that here, and that's why we exist. One eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. All right. So uh, one more time, uh, what the governor had to say yesterday in a state of state address. New Jersey is where opportunity lives, where education is valued, where justice is embraced where compassion is the norm, and where the American dream is alive and well. And where savings accounts go to die. 1-800-283-101.5. All right, hold on. Uh, all right, Tom, you live in Jersey all your life, right? I have, yes. 
Now, what's your last name? He never told me. Oh, no, sure. It's uh, Baldinger. Oh, Tom Baldinger. Okay. Yes. And you've done how many movies in New Jersey? Oh, God. Uh, I've done quite about five or, five or six uh, short films, one feature film, and a couple music videos. How about that? Now, do you believe the American dream is alive and well and living in New Jersey? I, well, I like to believe that the American dream is alive and well. Uh, if it's living in Jersey, yeah, because 624 Productions, we live here, we work out of here, and all of our stuff is done here in New Jersey. So... 100%. And if you made a movie about the American dream, alive and well in New Jersey, would it be fiction or fact? Oh, uh, a little of both. How about a mockumentary? A mockumentary. <laughs> I like the way this man thinks, Rick and Donna. If it's happening in New Jersey, it's happening on New Jersey 101.5. WKXW Trenton. WKXW HD. That's all right. We'll get you through tonight till 11 o'clock at least. Steve Trevelis with a whole bunch of people in the studio. Of course, we have uh, Johnny Gemini Lombardi. Later on, uh, we do trivia, music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey, 101.5. If, if, uh, if uh, trivia were McHale's Navy, Gemini would be Ensign Parker. <laughs> I can't believe you said that. You would be the guy, to have the go-to guy, right? Parker always hit the home run, right? I don't know. Right? It'd be like, Skip, what are we going to do? And then next thing you know, Parker would mess with Binghamton, and Binghamton would be in the water and everything is working. I'm just boat. happy he didn't say it was the Paul Lind of the group. That was if he doing Bewitched. In center square, <laughs> Gemini. And the boat would sink. <laughs> you know, we would have never won that Mikhail always sunk the ship. And it would always be this toy boat that would go into like a bathtub <laughs> in the end. Right? You Remember? see the kids' bars. Yeah. <laughs> Mark Rick and Donna is here. And uh, he had a very hard day working. Uh, he spent the day filming Beer League 2, sitting behind a bar all day. Take two. <laughs> Take three. And, oh, wait, uh, we were filming? You're right. <laughs> and uh, the, the, the writer, uh, the producer, the director, Tom Berenger, is here also. Uh, what a pleasure. What an honor. You brought food we love you well thank you that's uh <clears throat> it was a lot of fun I, I, we had a fun day today and uh, i'm so happy to bring uh, this pizza and these uh these garlic knots who like you were just telling me i mean aren't they amazing dude they're they're fabulous i, I usually just get garlic knots right you don't right. get like stuff in in it yeah got, like pepperoni yeah got garlic cheese. it's just one thing right i mean it and the garlic you know kind of is supposed to be good for you but then everything else inside of it is not but it's tastes fabulous so i don't care yeah <laughs> the guy that made that his name is jesus and he's amazing over at the uh, King's Pizzeria. King's Pizzarama. All right, so Beer League 2. I can't believe this because uh, so many questions I've got to ask now. How did this all come about? My first question, is Artie Lang in it? Uh, not yet. So, does he know uh, about it? Uh, he does. Uh, okay. And uh, Jimmy Palumbo. Um, so Jimmy Palumbo actually worked on a uh, is working on a project with us uh, separately with my company. Uh, we're doing a, a web series called Checked Out that we're in, in the midst of uh, shooting. We're seven episodes in, and so Jimmy was on that with us, and um, he got him and I got talking at you know after we shot one of the days, and he said, "Look, I said you know I'm, I'm trying to do Beer League Two. We want to do this you know short film version of it and kind of get the word out there. It's been 16 years since uh, Beer League." The the original right um and so you know he started calling out to all the cast who was in it he's got you know jimmy can do that jimmy you talk to jimmy first of all he talked for hours and secondly <laughs> he knows everybody and he gets knows anything everybody. done and now is the perfect time to do it because none of the cast lost a foot to diabetes yet <laughs> <laughs> I 
good point. <laughs> and he was, you know, he was able to bring in. He got Matty Corman in. He brought in Anthony DeSantis in. He brought in, uh, you know, Michael Deej. All, all, all the original cast. You know, all those guys came in. So we were we were filming today. Right. Uh, five little episodes, short film, and kind of get the word out there. And it's it's about how these guys are getting back into. Beer League, 16 years later. Johnny you know? Trado, forming, reforming the group, right? Getting the band back together again. 100%. <laughs> and uh, now, what about Ralph Macchio? Uh, so, I think we're, we're, the plan is to uh, put it out to him. Uh, I know Jimmy worked, you know, Jimmy talks to him and has a relationship with him and has a relationship with Artie. So, uh, you know, we're, uh, we're hoping to, to put it in front of them and see what they say. You better take those garlic knots to Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy, I got, I got filet mignon. There you go. It's over there. Uh, yeah, so. And we've got, you know, we've got uh, Elizabeth Regan back in and Mary Birdsong, Joe, Joe, Joe Trulio. So, cool. you know, there's, a, there's an interesting aspect how we got them into the film. Right. Uh, I don't want to tell because I want people to see the, uh, the when, it, when, when the time comes when the time comes so we're okay. looking for a release uh, sometime just around spring training oh man that would be so cool that Pictures would be so cool report for movie what position are you playing oh, wait <laughs> Blacked out oh uh, no no you're, uh, what did Jimmy say we so, yeah, left field so we uh, we we put uh, Mark he's in gonna today. be left field good <laughs> <laughs> luck hitting it over this building and uh, yeah Jimmy's character Johnny looked at him and he goes oh this guy can play first you want to play with us and you're like yeah okay alright this guy's gonna play left field with us <laughs> that is great so so now you know Ralph Macho is a close personal friend he's been on the show oh that's fantastic and uh, well, I had him on once. I begged for three years as a publicist. I don't think he knew. I kept going after him, man. I kept getting turned down. And finally, like, he got on. Uh, Carl Bellario was able to get him on. Nice. And uh, and, he, and I loved it. It was 30 minutes. He stayed through a break. He was fantastic. And I don't think he knew how hard I was trying. But I'll tell you, <laughs> when he, he was so cool because, you know, he's got the Cobra Kai going on. He's got yep. karate. The, how, what a great idea that was. Oh, fantastic. To was... grab a movie, thir 40 years old, bring it back, update it. And make it so relevant as the number one show on Netflix. It's, it was it was a brilliant idea. It was a brilliant idea because you had people my age, our, you know, our age who yeah. you know, grew up with those movies. We loved Karate Kid, Karate mm -hmm. Kid Two, Karate Kid Three. We're not going to talk about the others after that. And uh, <laughs> kind of, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they kind of. Uh, but well, he wasn't know, in those. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it was you already had a built-in audience, right? Yeah. And you know, you, they took a different spin on it. We said, you know, let's see what what's Johnny Lawrence up to. Like, what was his side of the story, right? Was he really the bad guy, or was you know was, was is Danny the bad guy? But can you go back and look at Karate Kid the same way, knowing Cobra Kai? You know, it's funny you say that because my daughter wants to watch Cobra Kai, and right. she, and my son, my daughter's uh, is going to be twelve in July, and my son is sixteen; he'll be seventeen in this in this year, which is scaring the heck out of me because he's going to be driving. Uh, but in any event, so he, him, and I watched the series, and my daughter's like, "I don't want to watch," it. and I was like, "I don't know," with all the cursing and you know some of this stuff, little stuff, and I was like, "Why don't we watch Karate Kid?" Now she saw little bits and pieces of Co Cobra Kai, so she had a sense of like Johnny wasn't as bad of a guy, right? So she's watching. It. And at the end of the Karate Kid, she was like, I, I, I really like Johnny. I feel bad for him. And I was like, that's interesting because you already supposed to be the sympathetic figure. Yeah, like you, you, you already got a taste of who he is in the future, you know? So, right. Yeah, you watch those movies and you're going, wow, he wasn't that bad of a guy. He was just, you know, a little warped. I it, think it you, allows you to go back and rewatch the movie. But you when know, you do, it's like I'm saying, like when you watch, you when know, you watch the movie, Jeff Paul's here as well. I'm sorry, Jeff. <laughs> when you rewatch the movie, you see, uh, you know, you, you, it was very, very I, I talked to Macho about this, too, in the interview, where it's very black and white, 
who the good guy, who the good guys, who the bad guys are. Mm-hmm. Cobra Kai grays it up because yeah. it's like you know, like in the Cobra, in the Karate Kid scene, with the bathroom scene where he, he sticks the hose in the toilet, yeah. in, in the men's in the stall, and all that. You know, you hear, you see it from his point of view because uh, Daniel was getting bullied. Right. But then, oh, I'm having a bad day. This guy's a real pain in the ass. He's doing this to me. And you hear Johnny's side of it, which you didn't have back then. So you see the movie. Now you look at it and you're like, boy, that Daniel, what he's breaking Johnny's bananas about? You know what I right. mean? You see it all differently now. And when they, and when they brought in Chosen, you know, in this season, right? Well, he was from Karate Kid 2. He was in Karate Kid 2, but he was such a bad guy, right? Uh-huh. And he came in and he brought a different level, right, of character development and character development and story that all of a sudden you're like, dude, when I ended when we ended this season with with Cho- I was like, he's my favorite character. Like right. I love Chosen. I still like Crease. How, how, how geeky are we right now? <laughs> I think that's what Karate Kid, the ser- you know, Cobra Kai does perfectly is that they give, they know their audience and they give that audience exactly what they want because Chosen was at the end of the, the, the season before this and he, it was such a big hit. He, they bring him back for this past season yep. and he has a much bigger role. Um, I'm, I'm friendly with uh, Scott Cannon. Uh, right. He plays uh, Mike Barnes. Yep. Okay. And I kind of knew that he oh, was really? coming back. And I would have really liked to have seen a little bit more Mike Barnes. Until uh, they blew up his house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I thought there was more of an, of an arc there. And yeah. it'll be interesting to see what they do for uh, the next season. I also had heard that, um, who played the um, Hillary Swank? Sure. That she's open to coming doing back a, in a role. In- did she have in the movie a connection to Daniel Larusa? Uh, or did if they? I, if I recall correctly, she she was to Miyagi because she was from I think it was somewhere in Massachusetts. I think it was close to Boston. Was and Mr. Miyagi goes to this uh, ceremony uh, for as as he was in the U.S. Army uh, for you know World War II, uh, and then he you know he one of his one of the soldiers he was friends with it's his it's her daughter or whatever. Okay. And that's how he gets connected. But you know, so how would they connect her to this? Uh, Daniel and her were pen pals. <laughs> it wasn't on camera. Oh, his okay. girlfriend in camera. Yeah. <laughs> he was hiding her. Also, another character from Cobra Kai that was just outstanding. I know what you're going to say. Terry Silva. So oh, if you think yeah. about that, which was amazing, because look, Karate Kid 1 was a phenomenal movie. Karate Kid 2 was great. Karate Kid 3 kind of kind of fell off the ledge a little bit, right? It was like... When he was 27. I mean, right. And the thing about those movies, each one picked up at the exact moment the last one ended. Mm-hmm. So those fights really aged macho. <laughs> Every time he walked out of the dojo, like he was three years older. Yeah. <laughs> and what I thought was brilliant, what they did with Terry Silver, is they explained why he was acting the way he was if you re- if you recall he said a line to uh, to to crease he goes he goes you know, he goes johnny i was i was coked up out of my mind back then mm-hmm. right and now you go and watch and i watched karate kid 3 and I'm going they never said that in karate kid 3 but if they alluded to that it would have made it would have yeah. made, yeah. made a lot more sense for them cuz he was he was so irrational in the that movie the flashback to explain the relationship between Kreese right. and Terry Silva mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense. And it's amazing. I mean, it, listen, it is very cartoonish, okay? Right. But they somehow made Kreese to be a sympathetic character. Yeah. And really made Terry Silva to be a heel. So if you're a wrestling fan, I think there's an element of wrestling. And who Terry Silva was trained by. You remember the scene in Karate Kid 3 where he comes in and he goes, I'm from Master So-and-so. I can't forget the guy's name. And it, you thought it was a fake name that no, Terry he, Silva... They, it was they an actual... It, back. it was a and real... that was the great thing I about mean, we're, 
totally Over geeking time. out here. You're absolutely right. Hold on. I got, I, got, I got to do traffic. Hold on. 1-800-283-101.5. Tom Baldinger here. He is the uh, writer, producer, the co-writer, uh, director of Beer League 2, which could be coming out to a theater near you. Uh, Mark Rickadon is here because he's always here. Yeah. Jeffrey Paul, the same thing. And this time we've got Garlic Knots and Gemini. Here's fast traffic. Five, Steve Trevelis. Tom Baldinger is uh, the director, and he's uh, one of the writers of Beer League 2, which is the sequel to Artie Lang's Beer League, which is being worked on right now. Now, Artie knows about it, but he's not yet in it yet, right? He's not committed to it. That's correct. That's uh, correct. But if, I know if Jimmy knows about it, Artie knows about it, because they're like best friends. Yeah, no, they, they actually they still talk. Those two are connected. And uh, so, so now, are you gonna, so you had to update it, everybody, right? I'm sorry. Like, oh, you had to have updated the characters. Like, where are they now? 100%. Right? And that's just like, is this like Cobra Kai, the beer, the Cobra Kai, beer league against that's Cobra Kai? That's, the, uh, that's sort of the idea. That's the goal. It's where they are now and where they're going. Uh, and we, we solve mysteries from the original beer league that Ralph Macho really wasn't uh, the Maz that we knew him as. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do, we, do, uh, we do have a spot where uh, we speak to his wife, Gina, uh, about getting him back into playing softball again. So with the, the st this storyline, this short film, is these guys find out that they're, Maganelli lets them know. He says, hey, you're back in the, back in the league. You've been in the 15-year band. You're back in. And they're like... Oh, I can still play again. Can you play again? Oh, Let's really? Okay. Right? And they're trying to figure out, all right, so we got to start calling everybody. So they start calling everybody to get everybody together, talking right. to the guys and saying, hey, we can we can get back into this 16 years later, <laughs> right? And they're all kind of like, can we really do this? Right? So I think what Jimmy's you know idea here is to talk about the, you know, Maybe not even get them on the softball field. Like, let's see what's going on with them. Just like with you know Ralph Macchio and 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 you know Daniel and all that. You didn't see them back in the dojo. It was all about what their lives were like with the car dealership and the kids and blah mm -hmm. blah blah. So I think that's the the premise of what Jimmy's going for. Because you using any of that as a uh, as a modeling point for this, like as a know? as a parameter. Yeah, hundred percent. Mm -hmm. Because I think that's it's a brilliant idea. You know, and you know, beer league has a great following. There's a lot of people that it's called following. 100%. Strong cult following, hundred yeah. um, percent. And uh, and people, you know, I think people are, are getting excited. Everybody I talk to about it, you know, guys, and they're like, "Wait, oh god, I remember that movie I saw it in college. I remember that. That was hilarious." Freaking Ralph Macchio had some of the best roles, right? I mean, he got right. he he got to be a black belt, right? He got to be a karate champion. He got to be a blues guitarist in Crossroads. You ever right. see that oh, amazing yeah. movie right. with Steve Vai where he yeah. beats the devil, yeah. right? He got to he, he gets to be in beer league. He's a baseball player in. Beer League. Uh -huh. I mean, he's like, he could be the Michael Paré. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Another one. Eddie McCreary's, right? The outsiders. He had the Outsiders. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, he had the really cool roles. In fact, he was saying that, you know, maybe like kids will learn about Cobra Kai and they'll want to see Karate Kid. Then they go to school and they're reading The Outsiders. They play the guitars. You can't get away from it. It's brilliant. It's Uncle Vinny, brilliant. my cousin Vinny. Oh, God, what a great movie. Yeah. I mean, seriously. What'd you say? Utes? Was that? Utes? Two Utes. Two Utes. Two Utes. Say People watch that movie, like, and when Fred Gwynn comes on, everybody makes the same reference. They're like, hey, you know, that guy used to play Herman Munster? Yeah. Right. We all know that. What a classic. Francis You didn't even need makeup. No, not at all. All right, so is Macho involved? We're not Not yet. Not yet, but, uh, but Jimmy's Jimmy, talking to him. Jimmy, Jimmy's Jimmy's talking to him. So by the end of the night, <laughs> well, we're, gonna, we're gonna see. I might get a phone call right now. Uh, you, you never know. On the air, he's always welcome to come back. Uh, yeah. So uh, give me like, if think of some movies that if you were gonna Cobra Kai them. What would be a good, a, a Cobra Kai worthy movie? The idea where you could take the movie 
40 years later, and it's interesting enough that people would want to know. Because you couldn't do it. Like, they tried to with Rocky. And, and I kind of like the way like they evolved. Like Stallone was ego-free enough to let Rocky age the way he did. Yeah. That, you know, Rocky, as, as outlandish as it was that a 62-year-old man would get in a ring with a 33-year-old boxer. But right. just the idea that he allows Rocky to, to go become a trainer, to do what fighters do. Yeah. You know, run uh, a restaurant. Uh, run the restaurant. You know, the whole thing. Be the glad hand guy. Well, it was an evolution, right? What they yeah. did with with Rocky to Creed, it was a, it was a great and it was a smart evolution. You could have kept him <clears> in the <throat> ring. You could have kept him fighting, and it was like, no, he grew up. He matured, right? It was like I need to pass the torch, and why not pass the torch to somebody who was my rival and also my best friend? And be that step in and be that character guy. But you know what was great was the bridge between that, which was Rocky Balboa, right? Right. Which which kind of like. Gives you some answers about Adrian, what happened to him. You, 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 it brings back old characters like Spider Rico. Right. Yep, okay? right. Little, little Marie plays a prominent role in it. So, I mean, and then it, it sets you up for Creed the series. But interesting with Creed the series, especially Creed uh, 2, the better character was Drago's son. Right. And the relationship between Drago and his Have son. You, I haven't seen Creed. Is it out yet? Creed 3 comes out February 3rd. Okay, I, I want to see that, that. That's, that's Drago's son, right? Yeah, and Michael great. B. Jordan is stepping in as director, first Correct. time. Oh, how about which that? Which is very interesting. I, I don't think because Stallone's Sylvester Stallone, in it either, right? No, Stallone's not in it. He's not in it at all. If you think about but it. But they allude to him. Stallone stepped in as director for Rocky II, right? So he wanted to direct Rocky I, I believe, and they, you know, Alex at that point they went, that, right? no, 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 you're not in touching We don't even know who you are, right? So once he, yes, he did. So once you did Rocky II, he was able to step in. Now look at Michael B. Jordan, who's going, all right, I love this character. I'm very passionate about what's going on here. I love this story. I'm going to step in as director. And it's going to be very interesting how that evolves. Now, to your question about movies that could be made into TV shows, do you remember the movie The President? No. Wr written by Aaron Sorkin. Is that the one with uh, Michael Douglas? Exactly. Yes. Now, there's a TV show that followed that. It's supposed to be in the same universe. It was called The West Wing. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that show? Right, I I'm know. actually watching that with my daughter right now. And by the way, my daughter wanted me to say hi to her. So hi, Leah. you got to go to bed soon. Um, and Brendan, you better be doing your studies. keep up with Aaron Sorkin's dialogue. <laughs> you know what? She's, she's, she's been watching it, and she's enjoying it. And she, but anyway, so you look at that. That was a great progression from a movie, and Aaron Sorkin said, I can do something with this. And it's supposed to be the same world. It's interesting how many movies are out there that you could do a TV series like a Cobra Kai method and right that's hard that's that that's, that's what really makes hard. it so that's what what makes it so challenging what makes Cobra Kai so good and when you do this with Beer League 2 Beer League 2 the series Beer League 2 the sequel by the way speaking of sequel you're talking about directors and this came to mind I saw uh, when Star Trek the Wrath of Khan came out you know it was all about Star Trek Excellent. 1 right Excellent. so here comes the Wrath of Khan yeah. and they did a special about uh, I think Leonard Nimoy directed it and they uh, did, the second one no Leonard, uh, Leonard Nimoy no he directed the third, third one he yeah, did three. The search for Spock. okay yeah. so I saw that wow. was about that one and Leonard Nimoy says you know and don't worry about Spock he's gonna be doing he's gonna be in the he's gonna be in the hands of his good friend Leonard Nimoy right and when you said that about how much you know he loved the character and he's mm -hmm. able to work with the character as a director Michael B Jordan that came to mind yeah but, you know if anybody knew Spock and anyone loved Spock the perfect guy to direct Spock would be Leonard Nimoy right and it's interesting that William Shatner 
Shatner, for now again, I'm going to nerd out you in a little bit more. William Shatner directed the fifth Star Trek, which was a bomb. I will die alone. <laughs> it was a bomb. And the movie did. And it bombed. And it's, and it's like, what, what went wrong there? Was it the writing or was it William Shatner's directing? Who knows? But Leonard Nimoy, I mean, he did a fantastic job with Star Trek Three, and then he got the fourth one, which yep. was probably the best out of all of them. I one eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. Okay, we have got Tom Baldinger, director of uh, Beer League Two, the writer, the co-writer, the producer. We got Mark Riccadonna. We got Jeff Paul. We got Gemini, and we got Chad Robinson. Not only this New Jersey. Brought to you by CKO Kickboxing. We hate going to the gym. You're going to the wrong gym. You need to try CKO Kickboxing and Freehold. Featuring 30-minute classes, CKO is great for men and women of all fitness levels. Also great for birthday parties, team building, personal training, and more. Visit CKOFreehold.com. You want kickboxing? We've been talking about that for the last hour. Yeah, Cobra Cop. Okay, we have got uh, Beer League 2 is what's being worked on. It could be a film, could be a TV series, and a whole lot of shooting was done today. Mark Riccadonna is here. He's in the movie. Tom Baldinger is here. He co-wrote it. He directed it. He's uh, in the middle. He is, he is the Cobra Kai of Beer League 2. He must have been like 14 years old when Beer League 1 came out. Uh, no, 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 no. That was, I'm, not, I'm not that young. Trust were you, uh, were you, the, the, you know, I take it. Were you a big fan of Beer League 1? I you, was. In fact, my were you brother... A geek my, or were you in it? No. <laughs> my brother was uh, my brother was the one who showed it to me because I used to play softball in beer leagues in softball with uh, uh, the fire department in Rumson uh, and Navy Sink actually. Uh, and when that movie came out, oh, God, my bro- I don't know sure if my, my brother and I went to go see it in the movie theaters or we we rented it on DVD. And right. I think he saw, already saw it before, and he's like, "Oh, you got to watch this. This is, <laughs> this is us and our and our friends." And we watched it. And we laughed. We just laughed. That's what made, that's what makes the movie work. That was like Rocky Balboa. <clears throat> I thought that every midlife crisis would run to that movie. Say, look, we can fight. Is there a <laughs> That was like, you know, the, the perfect out. movie for it. And all my roommates and I, we all worked at Stand Up New York. We, I was the door guy. One was a bartender. One was a waiter. And uh, when that one was the headliner, we'd all rotate. With <laughs> <laughs> but the, uh, we loved Jim Florentine. And we didn't necessarily know everybody else, but we were like, Oh, that guy we love, Jim Florentine's in this movie. We got to go see it. And we were watching the movie. We're like, where's Jim? Where's Jim? <laughs> we were looking for him the whole movie. He was the catcher that talked trash to him when they were batting. Yep. Oh, Tom man. Barry's in it. Yeah, yeah. Tosh Barry's. The, the greatest scene in Billy, I think we, like guys like us, we all kind of relate to it, is uh-huh. when they're in the diner and Ralph Macchio uh-huh. orders like the diet plate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we'll just leave it at that. We're not going to say whatever. What no, else no, they no, said no, in that no, film? No, no. That scene is great. No. Isn't it amazing how he never ages? When you're with a group he of He still guys, looks like a kid. Yeah. No, Nobody is allowed to ever do something to better themselves. <laughs> if you try to do something to better yourselves, you are going to get piled on. No, nah, not going to happen. <laughs> All right, now, I wanted, we were talking about Cobra Kai earlier. Now we got Beer League being remade. Come up with a movie. That uh, that would be that you could Cobra Kai come up with an old movie that you Passion could bring back, up, <laughs> bring what back is Jesus up doing now. And, uh, I'm going to step have, over yeah. here when you say that next. Yeah, really. Huh? I got the, yeah. I got the perfect movie. What's that? Um, Breakfast Club. Don't, wouldn't you want to see what happens to you know the relationship between Molly Ringwald's character and and what's uh, what was Judd Reinhold's character? Oh, Bender. He was Bender. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. not even close, bud. Right. You right. like yeah. so much yeah. attitude and angst in that movie. But wouldn't you want to see those? Fast times? Kind of like, 
Wow. No, Breakfast you know Club what, is interesting. You know what kills me about the Breakfast Club? Now that I'm older and I watch it, I'm on the principal's side. Does <laughs> <laughs> Barry Manilow know you raid his wardrobe every day? <laughs> so much attitude from Bender. I remember, I remember seeing that movie. I'm not going to tell you how old I was when I saw that movie. My cousin Danny and his wife Ellen, they were dating at the time, and they took me to see that movie, and I... I was I was way too young to see it. Like it it went way over my head, and that, it wasn't like oh, Dan and Danny, if you're listening, I, I'm not saying that you were a bad cousin. <laughs> I just <laughs> but we get, did call yes, child services, <laughs> and I just I just didn't get the the jokes. And now I watch it, and I really appreciate you know that movie. Here's a here's a cool question. Good. What movies? Because you're seeing a lot of remake movies too, right? People are oh, let's make this movie again. Let's make this movie. And there are certain movies I think you cannot touch, like. The Breakfast Club. You could never remake. Oh, remake it? Oh yeah. God, yeah. But you're seeing it happen, right? You're seeing people. Well, look at that. They tried to remake the Honeymooners. Oh, That's a oh, crime against humanity. Oh, oh it, was, it was horrible. Yeah, it was. It was, a, it was trash. It was absolute trash. I mean, could you imagine if they tried to make Ferris Bueller? If they tried to no, remake that. That, that, that would be, be a terrible one. It would be terrible. It was called Parker Lewis. <laughs> you would have to right. You would have to like. I was thinking like if you brought Cheers back, like you brought like a show you could bring. They're bringing all these TV shows uh, back. People's Court. Right? Well, People's Court is coming back. Night Court. Night Court's some, coming oh, back. Oh, Night Court. Night Court. Yeah, People's Court. Uh, Melissa Roush from Marlboro. Yep. But here's, here's the thing. Like, if you brought Cheers back, you could... Because Ted Danson does all these stupid sitcoms and they never go anywhere. Mm. Put him back in the bar. Put Norm and Cliff back on the stools. Right. Put Carla as the waitress. And then you go get the young bartender and a couple of young servers. Yeah. You're in. That's yeah. what Night Court is doing. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. To, to a point, you know what? It's kind of, but uh, the well, thing they can't is, bring like, Harry back. We're, well, where he died, right? We're, we're, we're Richard Mole. Is he still around? Yeah, he's, right? oh, he's Bull. great. But the, the one thing, like they brought Law and Order back, but they got Sam Waterston. He's like eighty-five. <laughs> Nobody, no district attorney would remain on the job in New right, York at right. 85. They're trying to get out at 35. <laughs> that was a definite stretch. And it's Law weird because it's not like Sam Waterson needs the money. No. You know and he's I mean? still got, he's got that other show, Frankie and Johnny. That's right. Right? He's right. still doing with Jane Fonda and... Yeah, uh, but he plays that part so good. That oh, judge, right. Like when oh. He's doing, oh, my God. Uh -huh. I believe he could... Yeah. Be and, and he's a completely different character. Yes. yes. And he plays Hamlet. He does Hamlet, Sam Waterston. Yeah. But, yeah, but, like, if you bring those guys back, put them behind the bar, and sometimes, though, like, even feeling in Night Court, sometimes it's too old. It's been around, It's been gone too long to keep a recurring character. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. 1-800-283-101.5. Think of a TV show or an old movie or an old TV show that you could bring back and have it still be relevant. Because that's the hardest part. Because they tried, they brought back uh, Will and Grace, nobody cared. Right. They brought back Murphy Brown, nobody cared. And it's yeah. not an easy thing to do. It's not just, it's, it's like, it's like playing roulette. Gunsmoke. <laughs> they can't even do that anymore. Oh my God. <laughs> Murphy would pass laws against Gunsmoke and the federal court would change it. It's none of the one gun thing. Oh, hold on, hold on. Ed is in Middletown on New Jersey 101.5. He's got a beer league question. Hi, Ed. Hey, how you doing? Um, this Beer League 2 movie, uh, when is it actually supposed to be coming out? Uh, we're looking at uh, a possible release in uh, around this year, around spring training. Oh, awesome. So that should be good. That should be good. Also, is the director a Yankee fan or a Met fan? 
I am a Yankee fan. I am a Yankee fan. I know some. I know some Met fans out there who call themselves Met fans, but they're right. secret. They're under the skin. They're they're Yankee fans. You ever you, you ever meet Met fans like that? <laughs> Don't start taking sides before the people, the audience comes. <laughs> Do you understand? Might be a lot of Met fans well, around he, that theater. Well, here's here's the thing, though. You know, I'll, I'll say this one thing about Yankees and Met fans, right? Uh-huh. As, a, as a Yankee fan, I don't really hate the Mets. I have nothing to hate them for. It's just like as a, I'm a New York Giants fan. Right. You know, I, I, I have no problem with the Jets. Why should what you about the Eagles? But, but no, well, hang different on a story. Totally different, different, different story. Because yeah, they're in my story. division, right? Exactly. But I'm a New York Ranger fan. There's no way I'm going to root for the New Jersey Devils. But yeah. I don't have a... But I, what you about know, the Islanders? Uh, but they're in your division. You pat them on the head. You walk by. You have sympathy. I get that. I get that. Ed, thanks for the call. The New Jersey 101.5. New Jersey 5, 1-800-283-101.5. All right, we have got uh, Gemini's in the house, Jeffrey Paul's in the house, Mark Riccadonna's in the house, and uh, we got the director from Beer League 2, which is coming out when? Spring training. Spring tra- Really? This quickly? I, I think so, yeah. How about that? Where are you going to release it? Uh, we're not sure yet. Uh, we're not sure if we're going to go straight to festivals or it's going to go straight to uh, self-distribution, if we're going to go right to social media. So, you know, Jimmy, myself, and our other producer, Greg Alpine, are going to be talking about that. By the way, if you want to follow us, uh, you can follow us on Instagram. Uh, it's at uh, BeerLeague2TWO. So feel free to follow us on uh, Instagram and social media there. I bet you come in here, we'll show the movie. Tom Baldinger presents Beer League 2. I love it. And we'll have, uh, we'll have it on screen. Put it on the website, Facebook page, whole thing. I love it. No problem. Tens of people will see it. It'll be fantastic. <laughs> how about that? So, so how did you get the idea for this? Actually, I'm, I cannot take credit for that. That was This was Jimmy's. This was Jimmy's idea. Him, you know, Like I said, he worked on a, a web series. So he us. found you? Uh, he was uh, working on this web series that I'm shooting now called Checked Out. Um, and he, uh, you know, after we shot two episodes with him, he's, he's a recurring character on this web series that uh, I co-wrote with Mark, actually. Mark's mm-hmm. one of our writers on Checked Out. As Checked well. Out. And, uh, Gee, aptly title for something you would write. And we, shot, and we shot that in Somerville, New Jersey, uh-huh. at, at, a, at a convenience store called The Hype, owned by a guy by the name of Marquise Jackson. So we shot all there. We're going to be actually shooting at the Hillsborough High School as really? well. Uh, on, uh, well, oh, wow, if I give the date out, that's bad. So no, sometime, no, sometime in January. Throngs January's of people will yeah. coming up. Have we'll be at the Hillsborough High School. <laughs> What's that? Uh, coming up. Coming up. Coming up at, at the Hillsborough High School. Hey, it's Beer League 3. Um, <laughs> so, no, it was Jimmy's idea. Uh, getting back to your question. So, mm-hmm. Jimmy was the one who came to me and he said, hey, I got this Beer League 2 idea. I got this story. And he, he wrote you know, most of the script. And so I'm one of the co-writers and, but it's really Jimmy's story. He wrote most of like 99% of the script. I came in and just, you know, you know, collaborating with him on a couple ideas and a couple of lines here and there. Uh, and him and Greg Alpine, his, uh, his producing partner came, we had a great meeting and we talked about it and we said, you know, let's, let's rock and roll. Let's do this. So we, you know, came to my production company, 624 Productions. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, we, uh, we put our heads together and came up with the, with the storyline and we shot, you know, twenty six pages today. Right. Uh, all it's up a at long the, day. It was yeah. a long. It was a long day. You know, we. Were, I see you sitting at the bar on Facebook. Yeah, poor Mark. He's working. He's working his ass you know off. How many beers I had to drink? Really? Up at five fifteen a.m. this morning, uh, and uh, yeah, we shot until right up until about four thirty p.m. He usually doesn't drink till quarter to six, so I can understand five thirty yeah. would have been a little hot for. Well, like I said, he's a method actor, so yes. he's getting into <laughs> it a little early. A little <laughs> early. On location. I'm sorry. Are you filming on location? Uh, yeah, we're filming. We were filming at the Stand Up in New York, Stand Up New York. Yeah. 
We had a lot of fun. That was my old haunt, so it was yeah. great to be there. Oh, yeah, going in there as an actor. That's great. I've, yeah. I've never been there at 530 in the morning. I mean, coming in. <laughs> coming in. Coming in. I've left. I just can't picture you in left field. <laughs> I'm just looking like, there's no way. That center fielder better be fast. Uh, <laughs> and it's very, very possible that Artie Lane could be in this. That's what we're hoping. Uh, it's hoping, right? That's what we're hoping. Come on, Artemis, anything. if you hear if this. Anything. Yeah, we're, uh, I, this is going to be a, a nice little love letter to Artie. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know Jimmy has a relationship with him, so we're gonna we're gonna put it on his front step and say, "Hey, man, yeah, you know, you you created this. Let's uh, let's go, let's go somewhere." And how about you see Ralph Macho? If he does with this what he did with Cobra Kai, you guys are set. No, what? Right, this is gonna be That's perfect. Plan. We'll really, see what you guys are set. It's a, it's a good story. It, 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 it truly is, and you're gonna update everybody, and they're gonna get back together. Can we do this? You know, we can do this. Can we do this? Right. And uh, you know, and then at that point, so how much older are they now? They got to be in their fifties or sixties. Well, right? it's uh, it's uh, 16, 15, 16 years later. So everybody's uh, you know, they were they're not, they, they didn't get their AARP cards yet, but no. uh, <laughs> but they're uh, they're getting close to it now. Yeah, Macho's now. in his sixties, right? Huh? Macho's in sixties. Macho is 65, isn't he? 62? I'm not sure. 65. So Ralph Macho and I uh, share the same birthday. Okay. What did you write that? uh, November 4th. So I always get the update that like, it's Ralph Macho's birthday. I'm like, yeah, but I'm not making Ralph Macho's money. So Yeah, you see that? (laughs) And he didn't even send me a card. He didn't even see it. He didn't send me a card. He didn't send me a text. I think he's 62. Yeah. But he looks like he's 25. It's amazing. It's yeah, amazing. he truly. So then any of the kid, any of the beer leaguers have like kids that are playing. You know, you signing up the kids to be the ringers uh, or something like that. No, no, we. You or know, giving away it, the script. No, 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 that's okay. No, you know, uh, if you guys remember, um, uh, Maz, Ralph Macho's character, Maz and his and his wife have a daughter who is a terrible dancer. And if you remember, Johnny Trina's like. Awful. She's terrible. <laughs> Someone's got to tell her. So we, we touch on that a little bit where it's like she's much older. And, like, and we're like, oh, you know, I'll just give a little bit. So she's like, she, you know, um, uh, Maddie Corman's character, Marilyn's on the phone with her. And she's saying, you know, how's, how's Marie's dancing school going and everything? Like, how's, are, are students coming in? And she's like, oh, she, she hasn't had students in, you know, nine months. And Johnny Trina goes, called that 16 years ago. <laughs> Working tonight? Take Steve Travelese with you. The soundtrack of Second Shifters is New Jersey. 101.5 XW Trenton WKXW HD And now the show that asks the musical question What else do we know about New Jersey? It's Jersey Trivia With your host Voted the most trivial man in New Jersey I'm sorry That's Trivial Yes it is Steve Trevor Yes it is It is Trivial And it is happening right now on New Jersey 101.5. Music, movies, television, New Jersey. New Jersey 101.5 and Jersey's opening lines. I created another category. We eliminated the Jersey's opening line show and we combined them into one incredible trivia show. That's with an E. And uh, handling the uh, the movie category here on my right is uh, the uh, the writer and the director for uh, Beer League 2. Tom Baldinger is here on my right, and he's got the questions. Thank you very much. Ready Appreciate to go? It. Yeah, let's rock and roll. So, uh, you want me to start with this first one here? No, 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 no. They ask you. They pick the category. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Gotta, I got to explain this. Oh, sh- Jesus. You have so the category. Excited. I got excited. I got excited. See that? He's Imagine what he's like in bed. <laughs> 
Were there love scenes in Beer League 2? <laughs> I don't know what movie set you were on today. Yeah, really? <laughs> All right, so uh, handling the television is uh, Mark Riccadonna. That's right. He's an actor, he's a director, he's a comedian, and I'm looking at him sitting at a bar going, his natural position, the motivation this man goes today. And it's amazing. <laughs> and uh, we got Jeffrey Paul here, and he's got the jerseys opening lines and the music category. That's right, bring it on. And uh, and uh, on my left, on my far left, handling the, the jersey category, the one, the only, the truly original, Gemini. Everybody, hello fans out there at <laughs> Radio Land. Hello <laughs> <laughs> out there in Radio Land. I am so glad to have you here. We have fans. I know. Look at what the phones are lighting up. And, uh, and now, uh, now here's the prize. The prize is a $50 gift card to 618 Restaurant in Freehold. They went through 617 other names before they came up with this one. The 618 Restaurant in Freehold is voted the top 100 romantic restaurants in the country and in the top 1% of restaurants in the world. This place is great. For menu and reservations, you visit 618nj.com. To start us off, we always begin with a song. And who better to sing that song than the one and only Raymond Varekoway, Bonazera! Steve. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm fine. I'm fine. You know, first of all, good evening to your beloved guests. Uh, we love you. And I want to apologize for something to tonight. What happened, Raymond? You know, uh, I never sang a Christmas song. So tonight, I'm going to sing a double Christmas song. A double Christmas Double. A double Christmas song? Okay, go ahead. Get a double. Well, anyhow, I uh, hope everybody's in good health, because that's my, 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 oh, yeah. know, my wish. Okay. <clears throat> we wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy But the fire is so delightful, and since we've no place to go, let us know, let us know, let us know. Nice! Does it show signs of stopping, and I brought me some corn for popping. The lights are turned away. Let us know, let us know, let us know. Nice! Finally, right. kiss good night. How I hate going out in the storm, but if you really hold me tight, all the way home I'll be warm, and the fire is slowly dying, and my dear, we are still goodbying. But as long as you love me so, let us know, let us know, let us yeah. know. Yeah! All right, Raymond, that was great. That was great. Yeah, I, the weather outside was frightful, but the song was so delightful. <laughs> See what I did there? Yes. All right, Raymond, what's your category? Uh, oh, my, my beloved uh, New Jersey. All right, Johnny. Okay. All right, Raymond, that was very good singing. A lot of people are going to be upset if it snows outside now because I know. You, you, you put the big 
could the bossy on them? You know, it's snowing here already. It's raining and snowing right now. See yeah. what you did? See what you did? <laughs> okay, okay, Raymond, let's all just win this right now. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay, ready? Name the New Jersey boxer who claimed that the movie Rocky mm. was based mm. on his fight with Muhammad Ali. I actually met this gentleman. Oh, yeah? Did you? Oh. Okay, wait a minute. Give him the choices. Give the choices. That wasn't a name. I, he didn't meet the gentleman. That's just he met the person. It's A, <laughs> Joel Frazier, B, uh, Chuck Webner, C, Jimmy Young, D, James Bread uh, Doc. Uh, I would say A. A? Joe Frazier? Joe Frazier? Yes. No, senor! No, senor! No, senor! No, senor! No, senor! No, senor! By the way, by the way, it was uh, four years ago that the no senor happened and the Ricky Ricardo call. I just uh, got a text. Don't forget to play that last week. Uh, that's the man who did the no senor. This was the Ricky Ricardo's, the Spanish broadcaster for the Eagles. And when the double doink happened and uh, Nick Foles at the quarterback in the playoff game against the Bears and the double doink happens, Ricky on Spanish radio screams. No, senor! No, senor! No, senor! No, For real. senor! No, senor! And if we go back to the Carolina Giant game in 2017, when Graham Gano kicking for the Panthers attempts a 63-yard field goal uh, at uh, the MetLife Stadium, Ricky's on the call. Si, senor! Si, senor! Si, senor! <laughs> He never lets me forget that either. Mm -hmm. All right, let's go through Rob in Brick on New Jersey 101.5. Robbo. Hey, Steve. Thanks for taking my call. Anytime, Rob. What's your category? I'm going to do a 101.5, but right before that, Steve, last time we spoke, yeah? you asked me what was the best thing that ever happened to me. And you remembered. I do remember, and it was back in October. And I remember telling you I went. Uh, to the Giants game because my cousin got his tickets to go to the Giants game. Right. If you don't remember, that's exactly what happened. And guess what? What? Don't don't be jealous now. You can't be jealous. Okay. And your and and the person that's also a Giants fan next to you can't be jealous either. Okay. I got to meet Eli Manning. You I, met I, Eli I, Manning? I got to high five him screaming at the top of my lungs. Steve. How about that? Eli Manning. Jealous? Super How about Super that? Super Bowl 42, Super Bowl 46, screaming at the top of my lungs, high-fived him, and he signed my my Super Bowl 46 jersey that I was wearing, Eli Manning. He signed it personally. You didn't wash it, did you? Oh no! Okay, good. Oh, no, no, no. Just checking. <laughs> All right, All right I'm gonna give oh, you. I'm gonna give you the question now. Ready? Good. All right, here we go. Name the New Jersey 101.5 personality who sold real estate before he got into radio. Would that be Bill Spadia, Dennis Malloy, Bill Doyle, or Jeff Deminsky? It's our main man, Bill Spadia. Spadia. <laughs> All right, 1-800-283-101.5 Trevia. More coming up.
Dispatch traffic instructions. Master attic. Hearing noises in your attic or smell something coming up from your crawl space? You need master attic. They do it all. Seal off rodent entry points. Remediate any damaged insulation. Install new insulation. Go to masterattic.com or call them at 800 245 I'm sorry. Call them at 800 2854 I got to pick it up again. 800 285 It is too much fun going on in this room. <laughs> Gemini's got the New Jersey. That's and right. Jeffrey Paul's got the music and the Jersey's opening lines. And Mark Riccadonna's got the television. And Tom Baldinger, uh, director, writer for Beer League 2, which is could be coming out by spring training, uh, has got the uh, movies, appropriately so. And we're not sure what Lisa from Westfield's got, but she's going to tell us right now on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, kiddo. What's happening, Steve Aru? How are you? You have, you have my favorite buddy there. Gemini. There he is. Johnny Gemini. <laughs> he put on his good collagony, too. Johnny Gemini. Hi. Are, are you the lady that was driving and falling asleep? No. <laughs> you know how Westfield is known for the watcher? Uh-huh. I'm, and because of you, I'm now known as the sleeper. Ah, oh my He's God! A that's sleeper be- because of you. Oh labeled. That's better than the names you had before that. <laughs> True. We, that. I feel it in you, baby. We used to call it the watch. I bet you do. <laughs> I'm the sleeper. God, what's happening? Right, well, what's your category? Well, I'm going with Johnny. I'm yeah, going right, with Johnny. New Jersey. I I hope you win. So then. You know, you'll feel good today. Like a Thank you. I'll take you to dinner with my fifty dollar gift card and you can you can only order twenty five dollars. Whoa! Oh, no. I'll be a big spender. Oh. All right, I, I hope you win, but I would be scared. I know, I know you would. I know. Okay, you ready? Here's a here's I'm ready. A, um New Jersey is home to the first brewery. In the U.S., is that true or false? New Jersey and all was the first brewery, brewery in the whole brewery. United States. Yeah, where they make the liquor, uh, the beer. <laughs> uh, oh, that's you know that's hard because it could be Milwaukee too. Okay, they they do have um they do have the brewery by Newark Airport that's been there for a long time. Okay, uh, just go with it, girl. Go with your gut. I'm going to say false. Uh, you tried. I don't know what to say. So far. There goes my dinner. Christy is in New York on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Christy. What's up? You are. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, uh, did, you, did you have a good day today, Christy? I had a great day today, Steve. What happened? Tell me. Oh, I just did two shows. I just got home. You did two shows? Mark's, yeah. Mark's my podcast partner. Oh. A little show called Celebrity. Oh, really? And she's the T of the celebrity? (laughs) (laughs) She put the T in Celebrity. I'm I'm, I'm actually the celibate of the celebrity. Oh, okay. There you go. All right. What's your category, kiddo? Uh, uh... How about 
I have no idea. Pick one. I, not Jersey. I don't know shit about New Jersey. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, I got to no, 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 let you go again today. Uh, That's all I need. <laughs> dun, dun. All right, let's go back to uh, Vincent is in Ledgewood on New Jersey 101.5. <laughs> Hello, Vincent. What's up, Steve? How you doing, pal? Good, how are you? You know who it is, right? It's Podcast Vince. Podcast Vince, of course. Right, look at the guests I've got for you. You want to have a, a, a director and producer and writer on your show? I would love to, honestly. Well, here he is. Hey, Vin, how are you? <laughs> good, how are you? I'm good, man. I'd love to come on your uh, come on your show. Uh, you check us out. You can send me a message on Instagram. Uh, I'm at, you, can check, you can check me out at uh, 624 Productions on uh, Instagram, and if you want to message me that way or even on Facebook. See that? Look, I'm lining you up with guests, Vinny. 624 Productions. That's my son's birthday. That's where the company oh, came okay. from. So, and my wife was the one who came up with that. Nice. That awesome. women come up with that. I'd love to have you on the show. I'd love to be. 100%. I'd love to have you do a question. Here, here's my category. phone number. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Vinny Brand comes on and gives his phone number out. Are you serious? Yeah. He would, he would give his actual phone number. He wouldn't answer the call. <laughs> he actually answers the calls. Wow. What's your, uh, what's your category, Vince? I'm going to go with movies. All right. <clears throat> movies. All right. Put me on the spot here. See that? I'm a director. I'm a producer. I'm not, you know, I don't do this stuff, but we're, <laughs> we're going to have some fun here. All right. <clears throat> this Newark, New Jersey native is an expert of Taekwondo and hosted 153 episodes of the show Fear Factory. Is it A, TJ Lavin, B, Joe Rogan, C, Carson Daly, or D, Ryan Seacrest? I'm going to go with Joe Rogan. Look at this. Finally. There you go. Finally. It takes a director to give them a winner. There we go. All right, let's go to uh, Janet is in West Orange on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Janet. Hi, Steve. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. What's the best thing happened to you today? Um, I had lunch with my sister today. Oh, yeah? Did she pay? Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, that's not the best thing. That's not the best thing to happen to you today. No. <laughs> yeah, right. did, did she eat a lot? <laughs> sure. That's not, also not a good thing to have happened to you today. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you order from the dollar menu, maybe. <laughs> What's your category? Uh, New Jersey. Ah, New Jersey. All right. You you ready? I'm ready. All right. It's easy uh, on me, though. Okay, uh, you seem like a woman that, you know, likes to get high a little. So, you, we're going to pick it. What is the highest point in New Jersey? Okay, the highest point in New Jersey. Is it A, Spring Mountain, B, Lodge Mountain, C, High Point, or D, Long Point? That was an easy one. That's high point. Oh, look at that. That is she brilliant. She like getting high. You were right. I knew this. <laughs> it was in her voice. 283-101.5. We got Gemini. We got Mark Riccadonna. We got Jeffrey Paul. We got Tom Baldinger. And uh, we got room for you. It is Trevia Music, Movies, Television, New Jersey. New Jersey 101.5. Surprisingly, not a lot of winners tonight. But if you call and win, we're going to hook you up big time. $50 gift card to 618.
canteen restaurant in Freehold. Of all the restaurants you want to go to, this is the one you want to go to the most. Why? Because you'd win a $50 gift card. And not only that, the food is friggin' fantastic. Voted in the top 100 romantic restaurants in the country. You could be in the mood at the 618 restaurant in Freehold. Be in the mood and get some great food. See what I did there? See what I did there? Wasn't that great? I like it. Eh? 10.30. Now, the latest New Jersey senior veterans and their spouses may qualify for a veteran pension plan. They could pay up to $2,200 a month for your medical care. See if you or a loved one qualifies. Call Veteran Care Services now at 1-888-E-Veterans. All right, Steve Trevelis. Gemini's on the, on the jersey. Jeffrey Paul's on the music and the jersey's opening lines. Mark Riccadon is on the television. And uh, Tom Baldinger is on the uh, movies because he's a big-time producer and director. And he's a star maker. And he's doing Beer League 2. You are too nice. The sequel. (laughs) Electric Boogaloo. Electric Boogaloo. Uh, Let's go to Kathy's in Pensalkin on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Kathy. Hey, Steve. Happy New Year. How's everybody doing? Everybody's good. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to Louie. Happy New Year, Louie. He's still on the couch. He's still on the couch. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get a crowbar or pry him off the couch. Right? What's your category, uh, kiddo? Great opening lines. Uh, you want, oh, you want Jersey's opening lines? Jeffrey Paul, give her a nice steaming cup of opening yeah. lines. All right. <laughs> All right, Kathy, I got good opening lines for you. You ready? Okay, the stuff he saves for friends and relatives. Okay. All right, uh, here we go. We're no strangers to love. You know the rules, and so do I. Yeah, come on. We're no strangers to love. You know the rules, and so do I. Oh, I know this. Battlefield, Oh, sorry, <laughs> Did you not get the memo, no Rick Ashley on this show? <laughs> I didn't think I'd have to write that. Right after my no Wang Chung memo on the show. <laughs> Let's go to uh, Wayne is in Mount Holly on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Wayne. Good evening. How you doing? Uh, I've been all right. All right. What's your category, Wayne? <laughs> Uh, I called on the day before my birthday at the end of December, and I got cut off after waiting on hold. I was waiting to speak to Gemini, so let's try him. Here we go. All right, Gemini. He waited since Christmas. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm sorry that happened to you. <laughs> he had to deliver the presents to the good little boys. <laughs> I, I mean, that just was a sad story. Really? We're very sorry that that happened. Um, we. I turned, I turned 72. I figured you didn't want to talk to an old man. You talked to all these young women. No, no, no. It's a new thing. We love old men. Oh, uh-oh. <laughs> yes. Yeah, all right. Well, come on. you got to win this call. He was just 15. <laughs> he, I used to lock up people like him. Oh, used to lock up people? Those were the days. Oh, my God. I'm the next New York cop. No wonder why you wanted to talk to me. One of many thousands lately. We've been looking for Gemini. I paid those tickets. Please. <laughs> okay. Okay. You ready? Here is it. Let's, uh, this yeah, is a good one. Okay. What is New Jersey's state flower? Is it A, purple violet, B, blue bonnet, C, blue 
mountain laurel or D, the sunflower? Uh, the violet. Uh, look at this. Got it, buddy. Look at this, the blue bonnet. What is that, margarine? <laughs> it's on right it's after it. the Green Hornet, 8 o'clock, NBC. <laughs> it's what the Green Hornet wears when he's not the Green Hornet. When he's not the Green Hornet. Undercover. <laughs> Bob is in Freehold on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Bob. Hey, Steve, what's happening? Bob, you could actually go to the 618 restaurant. You could walk there. you got to win this, Bob. You got it. I just passed it right next to Domino's. All right. That's <laughs> it. Well, this is going to be a big step up from Domino's. What's your, what's your category? Yeah, I'm going to go with the great state of... All right. Nice, easy Jersey question there, Johnny. Uh, okay, because we are rooting for you. We are. Um, and um, thank you for listening. Um, okay. Pleasure. Okay. All right. Here, New Jersey is the world's leader in the production of which berry? All right. Is it blackberry, raspberry, strawberry, or... Blueberry. Or Dinkleberry. That's funny. Did you say blueberry? Blueberry. He's right. Blueberry. Got it. I'm telling you, look at this, look at this, look at this. We're going to John in Hazlitt on New Jersey 101.5. John, how are you? Not bad. How you doing? How you fellas doing? We're doing good, John. I could feel it. You're going to win this, John. I don't care what they say. Everyone's going with Gemini. Let's go with Gemini, New Jersey. Oh, look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this guy. He's the king. I hope, I hope they, they win. They're not standing outside with weapons. <laughs> okay, here's one. I'm, I'm rooting for you two. Which, what is the state fish of New Jersey? What's the state fish? Is it... Is, Snapper, blowfish, brook trout, or jellyfish? <laughs> what's what's state fish? What is it? What you uh, say? No, I said state fish, huh? Yeah, it says. What are the answers again? Okay. <laughs> Snapper, blowfish, brook trout, or Jersey f j jellyfish? Jersey fish. Oh my God! Come I'm on. Go with uh, Snapper. Snapper. Snapper in New Jersey? No, it's Brook Trout. No, oh, sorry. Trout? I, I can't believe he didn't I'm get that. I gotta throw that question out there. I gotta I'm burn sorry. it. And I gotta bury it. Sorry. <laughs> and I gotta salt the earth so nothing could grow there again. Uh, Sleep with the fishes. <laughs> let's go to Mike and Evanel is on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Mikey. Steve Aru, what's up, brother? I'm good. How about you? All right. You know. Same old, same old. I know, right? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Your Giants are in. How about that? What's your category? Yeah. I'm going to New Jersey, brother. Oh, my gosh. Gemini <laughs> <laughs> works hard for the money. <laughs> dun -dun -dun -dun. All right, I'm rooting for you. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> really, guy, you got to get this one right, okay? You drive, so this should be good. Which of the following bridges does not 
connect New Jersey with the borough of Staten Island. Think about it. Mm. Think about it. Ready? Okay, which one does not? Is it the uh, Verrazano Narrows Bridge, the Gothels Bridge, Outer Bridge Crossing, or the Bayonne Bridge? Oh, my God, come on. You should have this. Yeah, trick question. There's no trick about it. Which one doesn't? Again? <laughs> okay, which is the following bridges yeah. does not connect New Jersey? Does not connect. Not connect. Okay. okay. Verrazano Narrow Bridge. Gothel's Bridge. Out of Gothel's. What's it? Gothel's Bridge. No. I'm a loser. Did I miss something? I'm a loser. I think I think he heard I think he heard you wrong. And it's not your fault. I think he heard you. By W. Danley Electrical. Weather is unpredictable, but with Generac automatic standby generators from W. Danley, power in your home is not free extended warranty three inch gen pad and more when you purchase a qualifying generac home standby generator visit danley911.com for details all right 1-800-283-101.5 we've got trevia music movies television new jersey new jersey 101.5 it continues with nancy and tom's river hi nancy hi how are you good how are you good you ready nancy Yes, I'm ready. You've been waiting all day for this, right? I know. All, all right. Day. All day. What's your category? I'm going to go with New Jersey, and if I win, yes. Gemini's welcome to join me, and he could spend $26 off the menu. $26 off the menu. How about that? All right. We got a bidding war. All right. We're going to put him in the Bachelor of the Year competition. All right. Well, His wife will love that. Bachelor of <laughs> New Jersey. Talking about she's going to spend the money. You know. Okay. We're rooting for you. All right. I know you are. Because uh, you just seem nice, and thank you very much for the compliment. Um, thank you very much. Okay. So this one you, you, you'll know. What city in the United States gets the most cars stolen every year? Um, is it uh, Camden, Flemington, Union, or Newark? Just think where the most cars would be. Newark. You're a winner. Well, there it is. Twenty-six dollars to the Gemini Fund. <laughs> John is in Lawrenceville on New Jersey 101.5. Johnny, what's your category? Hey, how you doing, Steve? Good. Um, actually, I'm going to go with Gemini again because I've been listening to you for about an hour now. Okay. And. Uh, We'll give it a shot again. And he said you can have $27. $27 if you win on this one. I'll give him $30. $30? Oh. Whoa. Oh. Buddy, raise it up higher. Yeah. All right. Talk him right. up. I don't want to say anything, but you could go higher than that. <laughs> Inflation. Bring it up. Got He's just a Johnny Doe <laughs> everywhere he goes. <laughs> a Gemini. Oh, God, a Gemini. <laughs> you guys are great. His station's great. Oh, thank you. Thank you, John. Okay, this one is a, if you know the history of New Jersey at all, you will know this one. It is which area in New Jersey is home to a volcano? Is it Manalapan? Uh, Flemington Township, um, Beer Merville, 
or a brick? Oh, oh. God. Okay. Well, I you, think I um, I mean, think about it. You Did you drive a Manila Ben Flemington? You know, when's the last time you saw a volcano? <laughs> <laughs> it does narrow it down. Ever been to Beaverville? Yeah, we're going to go with Manalapin. We're going Manalapin, unfortunately. Johnny Lawrenceville. The only volcano in Manalapin is my sister. Let's go to Jeff in Ewing on New Jersey 101.5. What's up, Jeff Rowe? Hey, man. I uh, just wanted to call in, and first of all, I just want to say hello to uh, Tom and Mark, because I was on set with them today. Hey! Hey! hey. Oh, okay. What's going on, Jeff? How's it going? Jeff is, uh, Jeff is one of uh, our DPs, camera guy, and DIT for 624 Productions. He's oh, been, yeah? He's been with, my, with our, our company since the beginning. Since you were 623 Productions. <laughs> All the way back. <laughs> cool. Go All right. All right, Jeff, you want, a, you want a question? Let's give Jeff a question. What's your category? Sure. All right, uh, I think I'm going to embarrass myself and go to television. Get All, right. Shot. All right, Mark. Go. No one's talked to Mark tonight. He's very I lonely. I think you're going to get this one. Because this is about Charles in charge, and we all know. <laughs> oh, uh, boy. Yes. We all know Charles in charge. Charles in charge. Jeff in charge. Best friend was named A. Skippy, B. Buddy, C. Potsy, or D. Goofy. Charles. I'm going to go with... Yeah, listen, I'm a total... I'm going to go with Buddy. Uh, Man, that's a win. Yeah. Fact, uh, that's a good choice. Hey, if I do say so myself. And if you want to take Gemini, he'll go for $35. $35, right? <laughs> Ed in Howell. How you doing, Ed? Hey, how we doing today? I'm doing great. Doing good. What's your category, Ed? I'm going to go with New Jersey. <laughs> Bring us home, Johnny. All right, guy. I know you're driving, so it's probably this is going to be a good question for you. Um, the largest outlet mall, okay, the largest outlet mall in the state is located in which town? The biggest one. Is it in Jackson, uh, B. Neptune, Paramus, or Elizabeth? Oh, that's Jackson. Uh, unfortunately, it is not. Alright. I'm a loser. Right. one. Last one. John at Piscataway. What's your category, Johnny? Oh, man. Last one for tonight. How you doing, Steve? Hello, John. How are you? Hey, in honor of the Giants making the playoffs for the first time in a while, how about a Giants question? A Giants question? I will give you a Giants question. Oh, and by the way, hello to all your guests. You guys cracked me up. No, oh, thank you, John. <laughs> thank you, John. John. All right, here we go. Give me the New York Giant football player who was caught in a high-speed chase down the Garden State Parkway. He no longer plays for the team. Was it Tiki Barber, Brandon Jacobs, Phil Sims, or Eli Manning? Brandon Jacobs. And you win, my friend. Yoo-hoo! Yeah, fun time. I had a great time. This we'll a lot do of this whole thing all over again if you didn't. No problem. Oh. <laughs> all right, look at this. Beer League 2. We're looking forward to it. Coming out uh, around spring training. Spring training. And we're going to light a candle that it happens. Thank in you. In a well, big way. Yeah, we're, it's going to happen. Because Mark Riccadonna needs the money. That's right. <laughs> we got to get him into this. All we got to do is have Gemini take questions. Really? <laughs> Where are you going to be? I will be at Fort Washington uh, VFW. 
and American Legion this Saturday. And uh, Jeffrey now, now. Paul? I'd like to just uh, plug uh, a show on uh, January 28th over at uh, Paradise Island. It's called, um, it's a fundraiser for Jenna's Cause. And uh, the money goes to uh, families that are dealing with a member that may have uh, brain cancer. Oh. And so it's a, it's a pretty, uh, it's a, it's a pretty uh, interesting organization. If anyone would like more information, just hit me up on my socials. But uh, the 28th uh, comedy show at at the uh, Paradise Island. I do got to hit the news eventually. Uh, Gemini, what do you got? Hey, I just want to say happy birthday to my nephew, Dominica. And uh, Mark, aren't we doing a show this this weekend? Sunday, yeah. Sunday. Comic Sunday. Strip Live. There were screening there we go. films. Where? There's comic Strip Live in New York City. All, All right. I remember one thing. Jominski and Doyle. This has been the Steve Travelee Show On Demand. Check out the latest from Steve on our free app or nj1015.com. New Jersey 101.